are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny. What's good? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday and happy new year. Did I talk to you before the new year? I think I did. I don't know. Yeah, we, we talked actually, but we haven't seen the gang. Happy new year to the folks. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you guys had a good time. Hopefully everybody was safe. Um, this is probably one of the most quietest New Year's that I've ever spent. But um, very lovely all the same. I really, really, really enjoyed myself. Um, it's, it's, it's a good start. Uh, how about you? Um, my New Year's Eve was really quiet, but that's how I like it. So I wasn't mad at it. Probably would have did a little bit more had we not been dealing with Rona. But um, it was a chill New Year's Eve. Went out to dinner, had a really, really nice dinner. And then just came back home and chilled with my bae. Had us some drinks and some little um, snacks and stuff. And, and Girl, wait a minute. You, you was drinking some Hennessy? No, no, baby, a little bit of wine. <laughs> I had not even a half a glass, a third of a glass of wine. That was oh, it. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you had finally uh, got uh, on a Hennessy route, honey. I got excited, like, oh, listen. oh, concrete finally had us some Hennessy from the bottle, honey. Baby, Ooh. You don't ever have to worry about that. I'm talking about ever. Concrete, I'm not I need you to oil. stop hating on Hennessy, honey. I, I, I need it's you like to do that. Oil, baby. I'm not drinking that mess. Bye. I got to go. I, I... <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> Danny, you better bring your butt back here. Listen, I, I'm just saying. You to stop this Hennessy blasphemy. I cannot. <laughs> no, ma'am. Don't, don't do that. I drink something. It's not going to be Hennessy. That's too strong. Put hair on my chest, baby. I cannot tolerate Hennessy. <laughs> I tried it one time. and that It's was so enough. strong. You take medicine, <laughs> don't you, when you get sick? Yeah, only because I have to. It's not like my choice. <laughs> <laughs> you I know, I know uh, when somebody asks, you know, you go to the doctor and they tell you you got to take some nasty medicine and you'll be able to take it. And I'm like, if I can drink Hennessy, I can take anything. <laughs> so it's not going to be an issue. Yes. And so I'm like, if I can drink tequila, I can take oh whatever gosh. medicine. Okay, but do you drink a chaser with it? You gotta water it down with some coke or something. Hit it, put it on the rock. Now, it do, now, 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 look, concrete. Now look. <laughs> now, asking. everything outside of Hennessy, um, I'll say like it depends on the type of tequila. Like if you do like a reposado, reposados are mm -hmm. like your brown tequilas. Oh, and okay. you're going to use those to basically make your margaritas. I wouldn't personally, I wouldn't recommend um, drinking that stuff straight. Mm -hmm. But those would be like the type of tequilas that you would use for which, you, you know, like you're mixing and stuff. And then you like your uh, white tequilas and I forget the name of them, but they're clear. Um, your clear tequilas or your white ones, um, mm -hmm. you would use those for like shots. So you can also use them for mixing. Oh, but okay, see, I didn't know yeah. the difference. I thought they use clear tequila for margaritas too. They they can. I, I mean, it's not outside of it, but you okay. know, your reposados are generally used for um, what you call it. Oh God! <laughs> Shout out to uh, Dan Maurice and Black Wizard. Um, Black Wizard is sending Sunday over here, honey. We 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 came to keep up a little mess. 
and it's concrete fault. So no, 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 um, no, no. I, I'm in the choir with the saints. You sinning? That's how we know what? it is. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. You know, it's a new year. I'm turning over a new leaf, baby. No new leaf. <laughs> no, no sinning for me this year. Girl, was, I must that, be I'm talking to the other Gemini this morning. <laughs> Which Gemini am I talking to this you morning, honey? I am not dealing with you. I'm Maybe. not dealing with you. You know, my mood is not always consistent. I ain't always cheery. Exactly. So, oh, so I got so I got the prove this morning. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna uh-uh. clutch my pearls. Well, listen, I'm approved all the time, but <laughs> I, sure. mm-hmm. I'm just not always cheery. I'm approved 99% of the time, but I'm not mm-hmm. always cheery. Mm-hmm. Maybe you better ask my fiance, he'll tell you. Uh, the Sage Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That one. Sure. Sure. I be trying well, to clutch you, you my pearls, but you know I be trying to clutch my pearls, but that shit comes across as so inauthentic. Nobody ever yeah. believes like I'm the prude or whatever, or that I can mm-hmm. be prudish. I'll sit up there and clutch my pearls, and they be like, I don't know what the hell you clutching your pearls for. Oh. Um. I'd be I, so mad though. I'd be like, damn it, I'm innocent. But nobody I think ever that, like, no, seriously, the prudish thing, that's not something that wavers with me. I've been like that since I was like young. Like all my friends, like I would be side-eyeing them when they telling me stuff like, oh my gosh. And I think that just comes from being like raised so deeply in the church. You know, like when I was a child, we were I was like Pentecostal. So, you know, certain things you just didn't do nor, nor talk about. So, did y'all wear pants? Did you? Would you ever wear pants to church? No, you couldn't wear no pants to church. And baby, you bet that sh- stuff that not be an inch above the knee. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, they coming around there with the cloth putting it on you. But yeah, it was like real, real, real strict. So every day go put the prayer cloth on your yeah, lap. Oh, listen, you, you better believe and don't be chewing no gum because they coming right around putting their hand out for you to spit baby. it up in their hand. Yeah, it, it was it was hot. Was the church hot? I'm trying to tell you. And they come it around was, with the fans and stuff. Go with the stick on the ear. And don't have, don't not have on those stockings. I don't care if it's 120 <laughs> degrees outside. You better have on some stockings or some tights. Listen, they did not play. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I think I was like in my mid twenties when I finally stopped wearing pantyhose. Oh my right. gosh, I couldn't wait because they used to itch. I hated them. I was like, uh, uh-uh, this ain't I got my legs. I'm like, I don't want to be bound by these dang on things. I Girl, wait to my mom would be like, you got to start at the foot, <laughs> <laughs> work your way up. Listen, honey, I, 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 I feel I feel her on that, but. No, that's what that come from. Now, my mood, like I said, most of the time I'm cheery, but you got, like, if you catch me on the wrong times, not so much. Baby. Not so much. Wait, did you but, have a type of church where they fall out, like they touch them on the head and everybody get to dance and then they fall oh. Listen. So, I did you ever it. feel like that was um, authentic? Because... This is the thing that kind of got me with like the speaking in tongue thing mm-hmm. or um, the way they would be able to transcend their energy so fast is what kind of made me um, think that it wasn't authentic. Um, mm-hmm. One minute the preacher and he kind of going at like a little slow pace and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, and I've called to the Lord. It's and kind I of said, okay. Father. 
and yeah, everybody so going crazy. You know, like as the witch college goes on, and everybody starts going crazy. Right. And the, the organ, they, they basically, it's kind of like the cue. It's like, you know, they start hitting the organ, the keys on the organ and stuff, and people feel the spirit. But to be completely honest, I don't like to talk about religion in spaces like this because people are so judgmental and just um, people are try to act like they're of high intellect. And as a result, they don't believe in anything that they can't see. However, I will say this. I recently had a conversation with one of my good friends and we were talking about religion. Like, I believe, so I believe in the power of the spirit, the power of, you know, the Holy Ghost, whatever you want to call it. But I do believe that some people would feign falling out. Some people would feign passing out. You know what I mean? Because they they fall out just so they can't hit their head. You know, they fall out in the right spaces and things like that. So I, I do believe that people would fake, but I do think that people could authentically feel the spirit and it could make you kind of move it semi-voluntarily. Yeah. Um, um, shout out to DZ N U T Z. <laughs> Why mm-hmm. did you say it? Oh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Now you smelling stuff? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he says pantyhose holes. Are sexy. <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me find out you messing around with 55 year olds. Uh, <laughs> in, 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 Listen, I used to have to go to um, Walgreens and get my mama the uh, coffee color. <laughs> and you could only get the coffee Did you get coffee or off black chai? No, she wore oh, the coffee color ones. Her legs was, uh, she was light, lighter. So, not light skin, but you know, Brown skin, Brown, so she wore the right. coffee color. Mm-hmm. Yes, look, you better not go buy you some um, pantyhose and start playing role play with Brother Curly. Don't Ma'am, do it. Um, <laughs> what makes you Don't think? Go play church. Um, <laughs> um, ma'am, oh my gosh, ma'am, uh-uh. girl, I'm extra vanilla. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh huh, sure, I believe it. <laughs> like I said, nobody ever believes on the. Oh my god, I can't believe. <laughs> it's not believable. Um, I see that. That's so mm-hmm. awful. But <laughs> it. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says you can transcend as fa- fast as fast if you want. Um, you know, I actually believe that. But I guess mm-hmm. the thing that kind of catches me is if and and I guess it's just like wanting to be in a certain spirit and stuff like that, but it's always interesting that it's the same ones around the same times every Sunday and it's like clockwork. And so when it's kind of like clockwork, it's just one of those things that um, it can come across as a bit inauthentic. And I don't know, you know, I can't suspicious, say it. A little suspicious. Yeah, and I'd be like six every time, mm. every week. Ms. No, Johnson. no, we used to know exactly. We'd be tapping each other like, here she comes, here she comes. Right. <laughs> like, you know, she's about to do her thing. Exactly. So um, I'm always. Um, Kind of on like, oh, so you here she go, and and mm-hmm. there she goes. So it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things. But yeah, I do agree about transcending the energies as fast as you, if you want. I agree with that. I do agree with that. But um, sometimes mm-hmm. it does come across as inauthentic, and yeah, sometimes True. it does. But I do have uh, a question for you. Switching gears real quick. Just a quick question. Yes, ma'am. So we finally got out of twenty twenty one. Child, that was a doozy. 
But what are you looking forward to in 2020? What you looking forward to? I am looking forward to getting married. Um, So. So you moving to Atlanta. I am looking forward to moving to the A2. Mm -hmm. So I meant to talk to talk to you about this on the last show. But um, when I was in Atlanta and I'll be honest with you. I never really liked Atlanta growing up um, every time I would take a trip. So the thought process I kind of had of Atlanta is everybody is kind of who's who. And it's mm-hmm. like, do you know who I am? And everybody had like this air, but I'll, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I was in the city. Yeah. And so, so you'll, you'll be a little further out. Yeah. And so everybody's kind of got like, do you know who I am? Um, you see the girls riding around with their starter beans is and oh, you know what? You, I'm not about to do this with you. I am not. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm keeping it real. You I'm know, what I mean? starter, yeah, but why you gotta call them a starter beans? That's shade. <laughs> shade. Bless me. Listen, you're wrong. But go ahead. Just riding around in a 1995 Acura Legend and honey looking at me like she did. <laughs> God, I don't like it. Them old infinities and old legends. You'll say legend on the back. You (laughs) you better recognize. Just looking at me Mm -hmm. like she that, and you know, um, and and so one thing about me, and it it's gotten me in more trouble than what it's worth. Definitely gotten me in more trouble than what it's worth. I have never really let people's money determine who they were, who were the, who they were supposed to be in my eyes mm, versus okay. who they were to everybody else. And so, um, you know, it's my self-study, whatever, whatever. And so this is something that I learned about myself. I don't really take take you as an authority figure until I feel like I think you know what you're talking about. And I could be wrong mm-hmm. as shit. I could be very wrong as shit. But mm-hmm. in my eyes, um, if you say that you're a billionaire and you have this, that, and the third, and I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'd, I'd be impressed, like to say, like, wow, you're a billionaire. But um, it doesn't necessarily say a lot to me as far as character wise, like who you are as a person, what you respond oh, to, agree. what you react to, what yeah. you're emotional that about. Yada yada mm-hmm. yada. I don't believe in well, people worshiping though. Like I'm not a starstruck person. I've seen so many stars living in Atlanta, and I'm not like. A starstruck people worship. Yeah, so it, it's just been kind of one of those things with me. So when I got to Atlanta, um, growing up, it would be like, oh, so she thinks she's this person. She could be, uh, um, and 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 it's a horrible example because I don't know T- Teddy Riley's niece, but it'll be like, oh, I'm Teddy Riley's niece, and I'm like, it's Teddy Riley. Mm-hmm. Ain't- He's still he he's still he's that guy. But you ain't shit. You know no, how I, mean? I, I, I hear that type of stuff all the time. Or I yeah. have you know I have a baby by Lil Wayne's ex role manager type of stuff. Like exactly. Like I knew a girl that was um Life Jennings' baby mama. Like who cares? Like that's you don't get you know. I I, I mean is that even like I guess. You wouldn't even be considered a pseudo celebrity at that point. Who right, cares if you have an right. attachment or affiliation <laughs> with somebody? Yeah. Yeah. So when I would come to the A and I would hear things like that, um, it kind of had this, it kind of gave me the impression of everybody thought that they were that person. And so until recently, you know, like me um going back and forth, um, being in Atlanta with Curlin, 
Um, so Curlin does. Uh, okay, so Curlin's into cars and tech. Um, and I'm I'm gonna say you have uh black people in both fields in Atlanta. Not maybe. Well, you you have it down here too. The tech prop part probably not so much, but. Um, with Curlin, Curlin does different things. So we weren't just going to the city and we, we not going to every, uh, club or lounge and right, right, um, right. stuff like that. So we're doing different things, meeting different people. And then, mm -hmm. um, I kind of got out, uh, last week that I was there, I kind of got out to explore the city by myself and I just went to the you mall and, you know, just kind of walk. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, ma'am, I was on a <laughs> limited time schedule and um, I was oh. trying to find something green so I can go be on JV show. Shout out to JV. That's a lens up in here. Femininity overload. Huh? Um, but I had one on JV. Mm -hmm. I camped up on JV show uh, the last time the day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it was just something, you know, I wanted to find something cute. So I just went right. chilled out. But when I went to the mall, it was like I went to the mall and it was like people in the A are with the shits. And so I went to get me a cookie or something. And the little boy was like, well, I can't sell you that. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why? And he was like, I'm just fucking with you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they play, okay. play all that. Yeah. And it was but it was cute because I'm like, oh, and, it, and I had went to another store. Um a lady was standing like hella close behind me and I'm like god damn like so the woman was ringing me up and I was like put it on her chick cause she you know that close behind me like oh, she gonna no. pay for it <laughs> yeah girl I did okay and so the woman was like um you know both of the women laughed and the woman apologized she was like oh it's my bad cause you know I was trying to look at something over here but it was just nice because it seemed like they have a playfulness to them um, I like uh, I like cities with soul, and I felt like I had kind of missed the soul of Atlanta um, yeah. when I had been going previously as a younger a younger woman. So mm -hmm. going now and hanging out now and kind of getting a feel for people, people are very friendly. Um, it's kind of like I've embraced it a little bit more. So okay. definitely looking forward to getting married. Definitely looking forward to a big move this year. Um, I don't have very long and mm -hmm. I am just, I'm hella excited. Like that hella is excited. exciting. Just kind of yeah. like starting this, this whole new chapter, relocating and, you know, uh, moving in with your husband and just, you know, that, that is pretty exciting in and of itself. So that is a lot to look forward to. Um, yeah, I'm excited about you moving down here. Because, baby, yes. I can deal with my moodiness up close and personal. And, baby, um, concrete. No, open the phone. Uh-uh. Don't, don't, don't concrete. try. Listen. Um, Y'all don't know the kind of hell she takes me through <laughs> offline, y'all. Don't, don't believe her. Ooh, honey. I'm, honey. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. <laughs> Y'all talking I'm, I'm, to the other Gemini this morning, nah, honey. Y'all got to get offline when she cussing my ass out. I don't want to do that damn topic. <laughs> you need to come up with something else. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. I'm innocent and I'm sticking to it. That that's my story. Hey, baby. Um, oh. but, mm. but listen, um, y'all know I would never. I don't. I don't curse people out. Like you got to be 
Because for me, it ain't no coming back from that. Like, I'm not the type of person. If I, if it's a curse out, and we like doing the knockdown, dried out type of thing, like, it ain't no, I don't do the, oh, I curse you out today and then I'm friends with you tomorrow. Once I cross, like, once certain boundaries are crossed or certain lines are crossed, then ain't no coming back from that. But you know, business stuff, you know, business um, stuff can always be tricky and tough. But, you know, this, this my boo. Well, so, let me explain this, this to you what my pastor told me because me and Curly went to marriage you? counseling for the first time yesterday. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. And so, pastor said, you have to treat your business relationship like a marriage. Oh. And he says, you also have to treat your marriage like a business partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so, he said, with your business partner, he was like, y'all can get mad, knocked down, dragged out, mad at each other. But you have to keep in mind what the goal is. And the yeah. goal is to come to YouTube and make some damn money. And ain't nobody that super chatted us yet. So I feel some type of way about that shit this morning. But I'm going to let y'all make it up in the chat. I'm going to let y'all make it. That's what you I'm going to do. What? But, let them make mm. it. I'm gonna um, let them make the, I ain't gonna say nothing. the other mm. goal is also to have enjoyable conversation, like for this to be a thing that we enjoy. So that's always, yes. you know, important too. Yes. But about this topic, your your pastor was on the money. As a matter of fact, let me shout out to pastor. Um, shout out to pastor. I hope you. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, I hope you're not listening to this topic this <laughs> I hope, morning. I hope not. And, and my daddy should be in church. So. <laughs> Hopefully, daddy in church and pastor not listening. But yes. about this topic, though, because we already see some comments. Uh, Miss JV uh, mm-hmm. commenting on the actual topic. But, um, yeah, we're talking about black girls being easy. So, oh, yeah, about that. Um, where, mm. where, where you want to start with this? Because this is going to be an interesting topic. I think that black girls being easy seems to be the premise or seems to be how black women are viewed, especially by men in this space, because, you know, they say as much, they, you know, indicate that they believe that black women are easy. So it's clear how they feel about black women. Now, whether or not we disagree um, is, is, is to be determined, but where, where do you want to start with this specific topic? Okay. So, are Black women really that easy? Because, because I kind of hear it from two different perspectives. First of all, they talk about Black women being easy. They can sleep with Black women. They can do whatever with Black women. But then mm-hmm. I hear the Black women that they want, they can't. It ain't enough for them mm. to go around. Um, well, they 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 can't get sex from these black women because these black women sleeping with Pookie and Ray Ray. And so then I'd be like, well, damn, are they really that easy if you ain't getting none? And and I'm like, if you ain't getting none, then they can't really be really that easy if you ain't getting it. If they sleeping with Pookie and Ray Ray and you can't get any of it, then does it make them really that easy? And then I'd be like, mm. Um, then, so I, I've come to like a number of things, um, mm-hmm. with this. Let me break out my notes, Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Pull out the notepad. Yes. So I'm saying like, so are they easy as it, uh, um, <laughs> Return to Black King said, do I want them to speak on this? I sure do. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so then I, I was thinking like, I've noticed a lot of men push, push for sexual liberation mm. only to turn around to shame women in the end. Y'all need to do da 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 da. Y'all ain't giving it up on the first date. Dating is for porking. You know all that bullshit Obsidian be talking about. I'll get to him later though, because mm, it's uh -oh. coming. Uh oh. Uh huh. Uh -oh. I'm ahead. on his ass. I'm on that ass this morning. Um. Then I I've noticed that other races or women are allowed to go through a whole phase, and their men don't necessarily uh -huh. penalize them the way Say our men penalize us. At all. Then, um, you know, I was also thinking about the aspect of black women actually going for what they desire sexually mm. versus what's actually um, practical. And so those are a couple of things that I was thinking about mm. when I was well, uh, thinking about the topic. Well, we're going to dive off into those things. I do want to say, since JB brought it up, um, I have to say, I grew up around nothing but white girls. And this was pre-conscious uh, concrete. So, yeah, I had a ton of white friends. And the thing is, men in this space like to think because they date white girls that they have an idea of, like, intimate conversations and have intimate knowledge of everything they do. And that's not necessarily the case. But um, I have to agree with JV that um they were definitely and i'm talking about dating back to when i was much 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 younger um engaging in and doing things that black girls were not doing at a time when you know things were taboo for us oh oh what they was you, doing concrete tell us tell us baby listen <laughs> um i won't get off into specifics but they were things that we would consider like oh you know that's too freaky um oh that's a line that you know i won't cross i'm not even open to exploring that they mm. were completely open to it and mm. you know no just thinking about that i think that that's why a lot of black men um in like the 90s early 2000s were so interested in them because they heard that they're more liberal in the bedroom so yes. like you brought up um I think that um, they are absolutely uh, permitted to go through a quote unquote whole phase without being judged. I mean, like can sleep with your brother and, you know, can sleep with a brother and marry his, you know, sleep with a guy and marry his brother and they're not judged for it because, you know, she was young, she was in college or whatever. Oh. And so they're not judged in the same harsh light that we are by our men. However, However, um, I have to be honest and admit that I have seen a shift in Black women's um, liberation, sexual liberation, and Black women being more open, Black women being, you know, even to the point that Black women are now celebrating some of the very things that, you know, 15, 20 years ago would have been taboo in our communities. So I do think that Black women are becoming easier. And I'll say, uh, you know, I'll leave it there. Okay. You spoke about um, how uh, others, <clears throat> others um, were allowed to have a whole phase. They're allowed to go through certain things. So nobody penalizes them for it. I don't necessarily know if I can say I agree with it to a certain degree, 
But being that you do have um, like a white man on sphere presence, um, I do think they're starting to look at their women a bit more harshly in that aspect. I don't think it was like it was before. I don't think they actually judge the women. Like I think we've always been judged for um, being seen as fast or um, whatever. I don't, when you talk about fast chicks or whatever, it's always the face of a little dark skinned girl that you'll see where they call the little they girl fast. Type or, of language. Exactly. Like, white community. And so use, I've never, you know, I've, yeah, I, I I've never seen their girls um as sexualized as our young women from an early age. Um, like they'll call our little girls hoes and sluts and this, that, and the third, but I don't hear it from the other side, um, not as an at an early age. And so um when a young girl usually takes on that, um, if they use that language towards our young girls. I noticed that the young girls tend to grow up and they still end up falling down a, a, a path. Like you put the whole label on them early and generally like, yeah, I've kind of noticed it's like a little pathology with that. So, um, Ooh, well, I can't disagree with that. I think that not only is there a pathology, you know, and, and that's not to say that some girls are, um, probably, you know, looking, some young girls are, are fast. <laughs> that I, you know, I would deem some young girls as fast. However, um, I don't, I, I think that it, we also have to look at the fact that, you know, we can say young girls are fast, but on the other hand, we have grown men looking at and attempting to, you know, uh, court these young girls, like grown men, because a young girl, which uh, her body, and it, this is even for young girls who aren't quote unquote fast, um, yeah. her body may be developing early and she may have yeah. hips and start to fill out. And because, her, which that that's no fault of her own, she can't control that. Um, because of that, because of her um, physical makeup, you will have grown men attempting to become sexual with her. And that's something that is, you know, um, she can't control. So uh, do we have young girls that are, you know, ahead of their time, not ahead of their time, but maybe moving faster than they should be as it relates to their interest in sex? Absolutely. But on the flip side, we have grown men who are, you know, mature, who have uh, developed their reasoning, who, you know, should know better that are attempting to um, court these young girls. Do you think class has a lot to do with it? And shout out to Dante Whitaker. Um, he says, because black women are the only women who lead with their sexuality, that's why you are considered easy. Dante Whitaker, I totally, totally disagree. Um, we're going to get into it, but I totally disagree with that statement. But um, back to, to my question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does class have a lot to do with it? Oh, does class have a lot to do with it? Um, I do believe that class has a lot to do with it. I think that, you know, not, I think that people who are impoverished and people who are, um, you know, low working class people. Um, first of all, I think that class has a lot to do with it, but I also think that 
um, uh, lack of education is, you know, more importantly, um, what impacts it because I think that and us being indoctrinated with religion, as we talked about, mm. which really had nothing to do with our topic, but we, I talked about, touched on religion a little bit ago. I think that Black people, more often than not, feel as though these conversations should not be had in the house. So they're not having open conversations and educating their daughters about you know, sex and, and, and educating their daughters. Ooh, like preparing the children people, for sex. Mm. Yes, Black people shy away from those conversations. Yes. Um, and as a result, your kids are going out into the world and trying to learn about it on their, their own. And they're, you know, exploring with one another and, you know, um, doing things that they shouldn't be doing and maybe wouldn't be doing if their parents would not shy away from having those conversations with them. You know what? Um, I mentioned this on our show. I've also mentioned this on Ramil's show. Um, and it's like most Black people, especially as it pertains to the girls, um, most girls are not prepared for dick. And people think of, when you say prepare for dick, people only thinking of like, people usually think of um, just the physical aspects of it. But sex is so much more than um, uh, 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 sticking a penis inside of a hole. Um, there are seduction, mm -hmm. seduction aspects of it. There are emotional aspects Spiritual of it. Aspects There's of manip it. manipulation aspects of it that most little girls are not prepared for. Um, and so it kind of brings me back to, we sit up here and talk about girls waiting to have sex um, they'll talk about you waiting 90 days to have sex, but you're still talking about who's a bitch and who's a hoe or what mentality makes a woman a bitch or a hoe um, or a slut. And it's like it does not add up um, when you really, really break it down. You uh, want the women to be virginal and um, virtuous and you want them to be ladies and you want them to be good and you want them mm -hmm. to be wholesome. Um, but at the same token, um, we endorse uh, women like Meg the Stallion, Cardi B. Absolutely. Uh, we we love. We also. It, so I've seen memes where guys would be like, um, "We want an Alicia Curry or Aisha Curry. We want her, mm -hmm. um, but we also want um, a Cardi B on the side." And it's like Cardi yeah. B and Alicia, Alicia Aisha Curry are not going to be the same women. Absolutely. Um, and and it's like so you want a sexual a sexually deviant woman, but you want her to be this virtuous woman. You only want her to be mm -hmm. your slut, but when she don't know how to be your slut, then it's a problem. I think that you're pointing out like the hypocrisy that we see, and I I, I cannot deny that it exists, and it is a part of the problem. I think the problem is multifold, um, but and I absolutely do still think that the major more pressing um, thing that is influencing how Black women are, are, are received and how Black women are perceived uh, ac across the, the world is the fact that we are celebrating hoism. We're celebrating yes. stock culture, you know, slut walks. We, we like, I'm okay, Pump so and for dump. example, pump and dump, we, we, we're celebrating this. And like, that bothers me. That is 
bothersome to me. And I don't expect everyone to have this traditional mindset and be, you know, have this veil or be approved or anything like that. But I do think that it's disturbing for, you know, Black women to be celebrating this because my concern is that, uh, you know, a concern regarding Black girls that are being raised in a society where, you know, thottiness is celebrated. For example, I am in a... Um, I'm in so many different sisterhood groups, and one of them, it's a, it's a pretty large one. Um, yesterday, someone asked the question if anyone in the group was a sex worker, if there were any sex workers in the group. And so a few people came on, and they were like, you know, why aren't you looking at sex worker groups and kind of negative regarding the question that was posed. And I was side-eyeing the question. I didn't say anything on the post. I was just most of the time I don't, I just will read unless it's something very intriguing because I don't like getting involved in the all day back and forth on posts. But um, so there were so many people that came and shamed the women for questioning, because it's a self-love group. Why in a self-love group, a woman can't ask about Black women being sex workers, like, you know, uh, you know, they talked about sexual liberation and a woman's right to you know, sell her body if she wants to, and this, that, and the other. And they were shaming people for questioning why, why there was a problem with her asking that question. And of course, there were a ton of women who came on the post and admitted that they engage in sex work, anything from selling their panties to phone sex operators to dumb work to, and I was appalled because it was, it reached well over a thousand comments. And I saw so many people engaging or people inquiring about how to get hooked up to get into it. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, I, it was kind of startling for me to see that. And I guess, you know, I, I kind of lived in a sense, uh, in denial in a sense, but um, yeah, that type of stuff is part, part of the problem. Like celebrating thought culture and shaming people who question it or who don't, you know, conform to the idea of, you know, celebrating it uh, uh, because they may see it as immoral. Right, right, right. But um, shout out to Pablo Frischkabar. What are you classifying as a young girl? Y'all will call it, a thirty-five-year-old a young girl. Stop it, Pablo. Um, Pablo, I think you're full of shit. Early on a Sunday morning, child. On a Sunday, <laughs> you ought to cut it out. Cut it out. Don't uh, do that, Pablo. You know we're talking about a thirty-five-year-old uh, woman. She's a PYT, honey. Uh, honey, I'm a PYT. Shit. Come on, like seriously, we're we're not far <laughs> removed from thirty-five. So clearly, we're not saying a thirty-five-year-old woman is a young girl. Honey, honey, he said but, we're a thirty-five-year-old young. Honey. <laughs> baby, you see how they do it? They they know they can over-exaggerate. I'm telling you. But um, essentially, like I said, for me, I think that I, I see the hypocrisy that was pointed out as it relates to men and the behaviors that they engage in all while talking about how this culture is, how this culture of, you know, thoughtiness is pervasive in our communities and how detrimental it is to our communities, but they engage in behaviors that promote the same culture. But on the other hand, I see women celebrating it. I see women saying, do what you got to do, sis, and get the bag, get your coin. And no matter, you know, what you're doing to get it. And personally, I wouldn't want my daughters being influenced by that. If I had young girls, like, I'm so glad that my, my daughters are young adults and, you know, 
things weren't as bad as they are today um, within our society and our communities, because I wouldn't want my child being influenced by that. Yeah, um, I, I, they they talk about um, I, I noticed that whole culture is definitely pushed a lot. Um, the get the bag culture is definitely pushed a lot. Um, another thing that I've kind of noticed, too. It's, it's, it's almost like um, you have the selling of virginity and shit like that online nowadays. Um, I need my notepad. Back. Okay, thank you. Um, did you have you ever seen a show called uh, Handmaid's Tale? No, I've never seen it, but I've heard of the show, of course, but I've never watched it. Okay. Well, Handmaid's Tale was a show that basically took away um, all of the women's rights. And so oh. they actually went back to a patriarchal uh, mindset or a patriarchal mm. society. Um, and so they literally took all the women's rights. Um, and it was interesting. So the handmaids were these women that were basically brought in to help breed a new society. Um, these oh. were women that were able to create babies and they were able to. Um, create a new society, right? Wow. Um, what I noticed about the and it was a um, it's about three seasons long. Me and Curlin made it through the first season over the weekend, but mm -hmm. it was interesting um, because these women were like the handmaids were taken in. They were made to be pure. Um, they were made to act a certain way, but they were used for uh, barren women, like of uh, richer families and stuff, to make babies for these richer families, right? Mm -hmm. So the handmaids would actually go in, uh, lay down while the woman, the wife, is holding her arms back and the husband is having intercourse with her, right? Oh, so, um, they called it the ceremony. It was probably real traumatic for everybody involved, especially the women, because mm -hmm. you watching your husband have sex with another woman or procreate with another woman, you're very sterile, Right. Um, nothing romantically inclined, but the husband still followed his nature. He still ended up getting with the woman, having um, a romantic uh, sexual relationship with her mm. on the back end without the wife knowing it. And then he ended up taking her um, to the secret location, which ended up being basically a whorehouse. They did all this to eradicate patriarch, uh, the matriarch. Um, and, and they still ended up going to the whorehouse. They still mm. ended up uh, participating in the culture. And so then it's like, okay, so y'all say women are easy, this, that, and the third, but y'all complain about the same shit y'all participate in. Mm -hmm. And that in that aspect, it doesn't make sense to me. Y'all don't want, um, y'all want the women to be women. Y'all want the women to be nice. Y'all want the women to be feminine. But... Cardi B uh, is not short of uh, money. She's not short of streams. The strip club ain't going nowhere no time mm -hmm. soon. Um, then as far as women waiting for sex and not being as easy um, for you to get sex, she's a prude, she's a tea, she's this, that, and mm -hmm. the third. Do you really feel that women who um, are on more so of the prudish side do you feel that they actually get more respect or disrespect? Um, a couple things. So I'll answer your question. I think that 
I don't think that men would want to live in a society where women were not sexually liberated, where you didn't have OnlyFans, where there was no, um, okay. Um, I, I don't think that uh, men would want to live in a society where they didn't have access to, you know, easy sex and things of that nature. Um, but to answer your question, I don't think that prudes are more respected. I think that there was probably a time when, you know, um, acting, being demure and, you know, being reserved, um, women did have more respect, but not in today's society. I don't think it's a, a, a thing of them garnering more respect. No, not at all. Okay. Um, shout out to there. I said it. He says, I have a black daughter, uh, previous marriage. As soon as she developed my mom, my sister, mom, auntie began buying booty shorts, etc., against my demand. Hashtag SYSBM. Um, it does mm. not sound like you have a lot of influence over the women in your family. Right. They shouldn't be uh, able to buy your daughter booty shorts. Yeah, and then if you're talking to your mom, sister, and auntie, and they're still going against your wishes, and you have not removed them from that mm -hmm. child's life, and so they were able to follow um, your program and your plan of action, especially um, how you're trying to raise your daughter, yep. then you know that's already an issue. Um, Ty City said y'all didn't use a movie or a TV show as a reference. Um, I can use the manosphere as a reference in the talking points that we hear all over the manosphere. Absolutely. Uh, the manosphere says that you guys want women to be more feminine when y'all want women to act mm -hmm. a certain way. Y'all want women to look a certain way. Y'all want women to be more ladylike. Um, a woman fucking early and, and giving up the cooch uh, every time a man asks her for it wouldn't really be considered ladylike though, would it now be Tassidi? Shit. I ain't with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren Jones said the question is respected by who well I'm saying if y'all are saying that y'all don't want hoes but y'all are not showing um a certain type of woman if y'all are saying that y'all don't want hoes but y'all are showing mm -hmm. um the hoe and the the uh nice Prude woman or, quote unquote right. the prude woman the same type mm -hmm. of respect What's the incentive of, of well, and, and ah. they'll say the incentive is self-respect. Mm. And, and true, self-respect is a thing. It is. But I think women are trying to transcend it to a certain degree, saying, well, the men don't respect us anyway. I'm going to do what it is that I want to do when I want to do it by. And I feel power within that. Um, do Thank you think you. the sexually liberated woman feels more powerful? Um, yes. I definitely think that the sexually liberated woman feels more powerful just as the woman who is making her own money feels more powerful than the woman who um, likely li likely feels more powerful than the woman who depends on her um, spouse for, you know, finances. Um, so, yes, I do think that, you know, there is a sense of power that is received from being sexually liberated. Absolutely. That's interesting. Um, because now I, you know, I get the, I, I kind of wonder um, about this down the line. Um, so 
even you know when i was doing the research uh with uh wesley pipes or whatever i went and watched like um women who had did porn before right mm -hmm. these women looked so dead in the eyes and they looked so sad and so depressed mm -hmm. and i'm like you made money off of this but you don't look like a powerful woman who um, held their shit and who uh, saved themselves. So it, it, it was just interesting. Well, I think that the power could be temporary, that the power is in the moment. The power, like you feel powerful as a woman when you are dancing on a stage and you have the attention of, the, of an entire room of men and they're throwing Ooh. their money at you or when you're, you know, being paid to be a dom or when, you know, someone is showering you with gifts because they just want to be in your presence. Um, mm. I think that in the moment, you probably do feel powerful. However, that power may be temporary. It may be short-lived. It may, you know, dry up. What happens when these women that are sexually liberated, engaging in sex work and all, you know, all of that, um, what happens when they grow old? What happens when their their, their body when gravity starts to take over and the boobs get right. again, and you know what I mean? Um, what happens at that point? Like, what's, I don't know what the backup plan for those women would be. Um, you know, I don't know that it matters if you're easy at 70. I don't know how, how that will benefit you. You have a, a good point. Um, shout out to BMT. He says, who were, who wearing booty shorts in the winter during COVID-19? You know um, see, I, 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 I think you'd be surprised. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably would. Uh, uh, you you know, thing. Go ahead, honey. I think it's time. I think yeah. it's time. Let's open it up and hear from the people. Um, we probably won't have an extended show today, so as a result, we're going to open it up for everybody. For the ladies who do not want to come up and be on the panel at the same time that the men are because they you know, don't want to engage for whatever reason, um, we will give you an opportunity at the end of the show to come up and speak uninterrupted. Um, Brock Hershey, nobody loves silk anymore, darling. We like uh, <laughs> a good poly blend. I don't know. I, it's so weird. Oh, and Brock has made it up here. Um, Brock sent you. Okay, so you are a real person. Hey, Brock. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, what did you think about the topic? I like it. Do you have oh, any do you comments on what we discussed? What? Go ahead. Did Dan. you uh, have any commentary about it? What do, do you think black girls are evil? Yeah. You do? Yeah. When was the last time you were with one? I don't. I I haven't been with one, man. So why would, what would make you think that they're easy if you haven't been with one? I'm sorry, guys. Why are you apologizing? Just because, I mean. I don't know that you've done anything wrong. I just wanted to know 
what makes you feel as though black girls are easy if you've never been with one? Like, where does that, where does that come from? That belief? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, Brock, um, we want to thank you so much for joining the, the panel and participating. Um, we're going to let some more people up on the panel, but thank you so much for coming through and supporting the show. Do you have any Thank silk sister, George? Um, I am more <laughs> in the cotton and polyester blend myself. Huh? I'm more into oh. polyester and cotton blend. Like I like cotton. And so wool. Thanks for like joining us, Brock. Too. Okay. Well, Brock, we're actually gonna allow some other guys to come on the panel so we can continue the conversation and stay on topic. But thank you for joining us. God. I cannot see it. I cannot see it. <laughs> oh, Yo, Happy bro. New Year to y'all. Happy New Year. Sister George. <laughs> Look, if there ain't nobody going to see it, I'm going to see it. That dude was not right in the brain. Um, bro was well, my wife on, on the air. That was so hard. Who's that? Uh, Emma Flood. Okay, we gotta go. We gotta go. Is that Bisco County Junior? I thought we were starting to live. Guys, we want to go one at a time, but let's start with Miss okay. J. We have Miss Yeah, J on the I think um we're probably gonna do two people on the panel at a time because we want everybody to be able to get uh their topics. I mean, when they're talking points out. So um I'm gonna start off with JoJo and Miss J, and then I'm gonna rotate people in two people at a time. Okay. Cool. Okay, Miss J. And <laughs> what's up, guys? What's going on? Guys? <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't gonna troll me today. Nah, Jojo, I'm gonna let you live today, darling. I, I'm, I'm in a good mood. I ain't bitter. I it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Uh, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it 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 just depends on if she like you or not. If the girl like you, of course it's gonna be easy. If she don't, then you know what I'm saying she's gonna make you work for it or whatever. But um, th this something I gotta say, and I get a lot of pushback on this. Uh, when when dudes be uh, you know what I'm saying when they because how can I say that? I ain't, you know what I'm saying. Some dudes gonna get butt hurt, but I I gotta say. It. Some of these dudes have developed a mentality that, like, every single woman, you know what I'm saying, just ain't shit off rip. And, like, when a dude like me try to tell them or something, you know what I'm saying, it's some decent one, oh, you, you don't know what you're talking about or, or you know what I mean, just just, just goofy shit. And, and then you ask these dudes, like, when last time you talked to a girl, oh, I, I don't even have a female's number. I haven't talked to a girl in uh, five, seven, eight months. You, it just make you wonder, like, you know what I'm saying? It, you, you see that some of these dudes not right in the brain, but... That if, if 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 I'm going just like kind of with that question, it just depends if the girl like you or not. But um, yeah, I just like you know what I'm saying. Some of the, some of these niggas just gotta stop, you know what I'm saying, and just take a deep breath and just say, you know what I'm saying. What do I need to do as a man to get cooperation from a woman? Because because you got some of these niggas who you know what I'm saying. I know this like way you know what I'm saying left field, but I I just gotta say it because because niggas they just you know what I'm saying they be bitching too much. 
Like you got some dudes who say, oh, mm -hmm. I, I can't get a woman to submit to me and, and she won't do this and she won't do that. Well, I tell the niggas, lead a bitch, get you another one. Oh, they all the same. They all the same. And, it's, and then when I tell them, I'm like, bro, I have a girl who cooperated me. She submits me. Couldn't clean all that. No question. You know what I'm saying? Then it's, oh, it, yeah, that, that's you. You're an exception. You, you know what I mean? It's just at some point, dude is going to have to figure out, like, you know what I'm saying? What do I want? And pick your nuts up and stop being a bitch. Like, even with this question, you got dudes who just don't like black women. Oh, they're all hoes. They're all hoes. But you ain't even talking to no girls. So how you know? You, you know what I'm saying? It, mm. it, it all depends. The, the answer to this question, it honestly depends on if she like you or not. If a broad is attracted to you, she gonna be I easy. If she's not, yes, man. I think huh. you brought up oh. something interesting that Danny had also um, hit on, and it was um, in relation to men uh, in this space saying that black women are easy, or uh, you know, basically alluding to black women being easy. However, they're unable to get with you know said women. Um, it, I do think that if yeah. women were easy, then you should, you know, it shouldn't be difficult at all for you to, you know, find what you're looking for because black women are easy. Um, but there's that, a that reason a why. But there's a reason why that narrative is out there. And it's something that people don't realize. It's generational. Um, mm. The younger generation, they're not having sex. They're going off what they see on their phone social media and porn. When you look at the statistics, the CDC has done statistics about that. A lot of them, they, they are the least sexually experienced generation in like decades and decades. Wow. They're not out there. They're not out there dating. They're not out there having so they sex. Just they're watching. Yeah, I'm saying they're watching porn and they're watching other people talk about their lives on social media and they're taking their cues from that. A lot of them exactly. have never they have never slept with anybody, men, men and women. This is the reason why the birth rate is so low among the younger generation. They're not having sex. I have seen a study. I actually recently saw a study or an article that uh, said, indicated that um, people are dating far less. And it was talking about the negative aspects of social media because now people are getting out and meeting people and actually dating and interacting because they have social media. Um, no, but I'm saying people, the difference is they're, they're looking like at um, these, these dating apps. The vast majority of people actually are not on dating apps and the vast majority of people on dating apps are not getting anything. They're literally swiping and looking at other people. They're not actually interacting. I'm not saying nobody is not having sex, but I'm just saying the people who are doing it is way less than what people are assuming. People out there yeah, talking about the girls that. nowadays, I'm saying they're out there talking about they're having sex when they're 13. In previous generations, that may have been that way, especially around the crack era when the parents weren't just around. But I'm saying the generation now that are young, they're not doing that. They're only on I their phone. I believe that. I believe and then, that, I got, and I that's why that's you see a point. switch in like the birth, the the um, birth rates of like teens is like has drastically declined. I think it's the lowest it's been since in a very very long time. And then like you see 10%, women in the, but in ten percent of girls now are teen mothers. You see a yeah. spike in women in their thirties getting pregnant and having babies, and even the single mother birth rate in the, for women in their thirties has increased. Yeah. 
Because the women um, basically weren't getting anything, and they decided, you know what, I better do it now before I can't have any kids. And they're popping out one. They're not in relationships. They're just basically like, hey, I need someone to knock me up. So exactly. people are not out there dating like they think they are, like people think it is. It's just not happening. So that's and, why you have yeah. the disconnect between people thinking so-and-so is easy, and then they're thinking, oh, they don't want the good man. They just want the thugs. People out here really thinking that the jailbirds are the only ones out here having sex in the black community. They genuinely think that because they're not jailbirds and they're not getting sex, but they've been taught black women, they just fuck anything. If you like them, they'll have sex with you. Well, they don't like me, so they're not having sex with me. They like the thugs. They're having sex with thugs, and they're going off that that thinking process, but that's not the reality. Exactly. And and, and, and this like, this, oh, my bad. Well, I wanted to uh, read what uh, Infinity Love Harris had said, and she said, men can't tell me how to be a woman. And I wanted to know everybody's uh, opinion on that statement. I thought it was a very interesting statement. Um, and for the simple fact, that, yeah, actually, you can. Okay. Um. So, see, when I when I see stuff like that. It let me know that the that a woman adopted the uh, feminist mentality. Like she feel like you know what I'm saying. You can't tell her anything. And when you when you you know what I'm saying, see women say stuff like that. It just lets you know she already brainwashed. Because this is my thing. You you have you had a girl like that. She'll be the same one saying, "Oh, or a dude should do this, or a dude should do that." So if that's if we don't use that logic you use, you can't tell a man how to be a man. So how he treats you is however you should be treated. So. But isn't that always said anyways that a woman can't tell a man how to be a man or how you can't tell a man what masculinity is and how to display it? That's true, but you still like I know y'all still see girls trying to do that, trying to kind of tell a man how he should navigate as a man. Like, and I'm gonna say one more thing too. See, you can tell when a woman is how can I say this? Because I don't want I'm trying I'm trying to censor myself because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But uh, you can tell when like a girl has not been around a masculine man, like it it, it just it just kind of shows. Like when a woman freaks her mouth to say something like that, that that right there shows you you're not with a man who lead, or you haven't allowed a man to you know what I'm saying to lead you or whatever, or you just mess with ancient dudes who ain't about shit. It's one of those three. Cause this is my thing. My girl never freaks her mouth to say no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? A woman can have her opinion and stuff like this, but if I if I tell you I like something. I tell you I want you to be a certain way because as a man you have a certain standard you say oh nigga fuck that I ain't gonna do that but you're gonna get left and you get replaced right. by one well, who's gonna be cooperative and submissive that's how I feel about it thank you, thank you. Oh. and um, I agree with a lot of what you said oh, can y'all hear me? Um, wanna get some... hold on guys Holy we want to also get some other panelists in I think we'll have Pablo, but I did want to read RBR's comment. That was funny. Um, I think uh, Danny already put it down. But RBR uh, oh, said RBR. the studio is full of a real... <laughs> hey, can anybody hear me? There and bless them with the truth. Hashtag yes. RBRN. Mm. <laughs> we, we can hear you. I'm not sure who that is trying to talk, but we can hear you. But um, Pop, We're going to have Pablo chime in next on the topic and on uh, the, the um, comment that Danny highlighted as well. Pablo. Okay. okay Pablo. Um. Yeah. Just. Pablo. Yeah. I'm not with my phone, so I hope uh, I'm not going in and out. Hello. Okay. We can hear you. 
Oh, okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, this is based on my 20-some years of experience uh, dating black women. I'll put it like this. I'm not going to say that all black women are easy, but I'll put it like this. And I'm basing this on the fact of the, uh, you look at the ratio of black women that happen to be single mothers and unwed single mothers. If you, uh, if you, uh, whether it's the newer generation millennials, or if you go back to generation, uh, Z and Y, you know, people were born in the eighties and nineties. Um, it's like this, especially from my preference and what I've seen, Black women, a majority of them are easy, but they have a preference of who they're easy with. I mean, not every man is going to have the same, uh, how can I say, they're not going to have the same leverage as, as other men, like fat men with a 200 credit score and a two-inch PP ain't going to be able to score with the same type of uh, woman that will easily give it to a man who looks like a Tay Diggs or uh Shamar Moore, whoever is uh, currently popular right now. So it's, it's more or less when you look at single, a lot of single mothers, and, and I hate to say this, but a majority of black women are single mothers. But if you look at what other society look at black women and look at the ratio of those who aren't getting married uh, before they have kids and seeing that this is what is uh, in mainstream then it kind of gives that perception of other races, including our own people, that this is what's out there. And it's just that from what I've seen of, uh, of black women, yeah, they are easy. Like, for instance, like I was just saying, guys have certain advantages over others. I mean, not everybody looks the same or, uh, or are as attractive on the outside as some women might, might, uh, you know, might be appealed to. Because um, gotta, brother, you are borging out quite a bit. Okay. Um, that was part for the best. Part for the best. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, I'm ready now. If you want to come back to you, yeah, we're gonna have Pablo up in, um, and then we'll go to Brown Bert. Um, um, I do think somebody said these these nuts was con contradictory. Okay, you borging out. No, I was not contradicting myself at all. Yeah. Um. Can, can you hear me? Yeah, you bored me. Yes. I can but, hear you. That's a lot of forehead. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a lot of forehead on the screen, bro. Turn, turn the camera off. That's... Are you guys? <laughs> that's not me. We're gonna let Pablo get in. Just one second. I just wanted to say these did say something that was interesting when he spoke about the single mother race. So I wonder. Being that the single mother rate is also on the decline as it relates to black women, or excuse me, being that um, birthing rates are on the decline as it relates to black women, does that mean black women are becoming less easy? But we'll answer that when we um, allow him to chime back in. Uh, um, we're we're going to go ahead and let Pablo comment first. Uh, let me read the super chat real quick, Pablo. First. Um, Bro Curlin hey, says, guys. true enough. A guy can't tell a girl how to be a woman, but a man can show her what kind of behavior is expected of women. Exactly. Thank you, bro, Carla. Appreciate you. Go ahead, Pablo. Hey, guys. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. That's fine. Okay, okay. I'm out here in uh, Cartagena, Colombia. Cartagena. So, look, the, the issue is not that black men don't want uh, black women to have sex. The issue is they don't want you to bring home the evidence so that so that they can have more options to have wives later. So it's not that they don't 
uh, they mind black women being sexual. They don't mind that. Matter of fact, they want that. The problem is they don't want you to bring home the evidence of some other man's child. Mm. That's the issue. So we love sex. Don't get us wrong. We absolutely want it. Yeah, we want the best of both worlds. We want a, 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 a access to beautiful women who are sexual, and we want them to be able to hold off enough so that we can uh, actually have a family with them, you know, and, and so that they not do that. And other people, other cultures do it. They manage to, to make it work. I don't know why we can't. I, I don't get it. But okay. Who are those other cultures? Who are those other cultures? Because the other cultures actually get married. Well, well, they the do reason it in why India. black women are single mothers is because they don't get married until they're later and out of they their They don't want to get married. They don't want to get married. Men have well, wait a minute. We still have to go one at a time. Exactly. And y'all, is everybody African bored now? Or is well. it just me? African men do it as well. Western Africa. Uh, West oh, Africa. Y'all are full of shit. They're not bringing home children. Stop playing. Y'all are full of shit now on this panel. Well, let's let Okay, okay. And then we're going to go to Brown Bird. ABMT. Damn, just okay, skip so over Archie. Let's, let's have Brown Burger chime in and then um, we'll have BMT. All right. Peace, dears and chiefs. What's going on? Peace. Right. Peace. What up so, with you, bro? What's good with y'all? So, look, listen. So, this is how I'm going to break it down, man. I don't want to bring up the single mother stuff. I don't want to bring it up. It's so annoying and I'm tired of the topic, just to be real. But um, let, let's the analyze and the whole thing about black girls being easy. It's the perception. And honestly, this day and age, the only reason why black women get so much flack for it is because of what's being aired out on social media. You, you've seen, we didn't seen it the whole entire year, especially when I keep making those digs about that advertisement, about that woman putting those women in those, those stripper outfits and all that other stuff. You can say Cardi B, you can say Megan Thee Stallion. At the end of the day, it's about who's behind the screens projecting this about black women. In my dating aspect, there has been perfectly fine black women that did not give the cooch to me on a first date. That's just real. And I, I, again, it's not limiting it to black women. I just feel like a lot of women of this social climate usually are the ones to be easy in some type of way, whether because the way that they dress or the way that they act. But black women have more of it because of how they're being prescribed through the media. So that's my whole thing. I, I mean, I can still see it, but I, I know for sure, sure certain experiences that I had being it was cool described through the media. So that's my hope. Thank you, Brown Bird. Appreciate you. Now we're gonna have BMT go ahead and chime in with his opinion on the topic. And if you remember the question where the uh, young lady said a man can't um, tell her how to be a woman. Yeah. Huh. Can y'all hear me now? Okay, there we go. I fixed it. Yeah. Um. About about the stuff about the uh, um the topic. Yeah. Um. Uh, are women easy? I mean, I mean, we're in a free market trade where I mean, people choose what they what's their value system now. Um. It's gotten like that now. Um. Some people can get it off of my piece. Some people, you know, what I'm saying they just not in that predicament to have access. Uh. And I got to agree with Brown Burr, like uh, it depends on the type of women you're dealing with in a certain type of climate. Uh, we hear where some people like to go to places where uh, people have lesser access or lesser um, ways to say no um, versus other places where, you know, uh, people, they're like, nah, you ain't got nothing going for you. I'm not giving you no access to what I got. 
Um, and that's and that's um that's for the women. And it ain't no secret. Like you know, you go down to certain projects, certain areas, and you got the cash. That 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 broad want to come up. She gonna go either with you or she gonna go with your program, unless she's instilled with certain type of values or something like that, or she's saving the goods. Uh, this nonsense about well, only black people do it. Man, I've been over there to India. They got a whole block full of whole culture where they sell little girls and sell women all day, mm-hmm. every day. Like that miss me with that BS that we do it, man. They'll sell they'll sell their kid for a little pig or a pack of cigarettes. So all this bullshit that you hand for like that over there in Hispanic, everybody does this stuff, man. Everybody plays the game at a at a thing. Uh, women are looked at as resources. Except the thing about it now, we're in the in the Western world where women are taking their resource of the goods and flipping it and starting a dog on do trade with OnlyFans and different other things and do mm. the they can't they can't capitalize on the money like that because the women are doing it for themselves. So they cut out the middleman, the man, and now they're doing it on them. Okay. Now they're doing it for themselves. That, that I mean, that that that's honestly what it is. You're no longer the handler over that woman. Uh, as far as a woman, I can't teach no woman. I mean, I can't teach no woman how to be a woman. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't teach her, but I'm not a woman. I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I know what I I know what I want out of a woman. Uh, as far as as far as I know, as a man, I have my certain standards of what I expect from the women in my climate. Like I said, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want that type of a hoe or that type of loose woman and that, that's what you want in your household, that's what you get. That's what you bargain for. That's the kind of house you set up. But if you want a woman that has some type of value or market that's worth a damn, I, I mean, shit, what you setting up? You know what I'm saying? I mean, but honestly, honestly, it's, it's a free market trade on what you choose that you want to deal with. You know what I'm saying? These dudes, these dudes are trying to take holes and put them in the home. Let that make sense. Versus you got some guys they're getting they're getting women wholesale and they put up a standard. If you're not with this, then you stay your ass in the streets. So exactly. I mean, you already see that. You already seen that one dude who jumped up on here that Silence of the Lamb type of dude. That's the type of dude he wants a quality woman, but he ain't got <laughs> no type of he ain't got no kind of confidence to talk to a woman. You think a woman gonna give it up easy to him? Hell no. That's the same dude that be online. Oh my God, the way we off here killing us. And I, man, shut your punk ass up. <laughs> I mean, that's all he was left in this space, man. So, of course, listen, man, ain't no woman gonna give her dog on her dog on goods to that type of man. Y'all, we lost our damn mind, dog. Like you don't want that type of man representing <laughs> us. I mean, I, we want yeah. we want men, but we also want quality women. But see, those type of quality women, they running over those type of dudes, and that gives them the power to act the way they act. If you a man, you say, "Yo, you ain't gonna be like that around me. You gonna put some damn clothes on." She's like, "Oh snap! Like, shit, I might need to shape up." But if that's the type of dude that wants to command a woman, a woman, then I mean, they're gonna walk over him. They're gonna sniff the weakness out of him. Like, I mean, we gotta be real about this shit. You got these type of dudes coming around these spaces, man. No, no backbone, but they want to be looked at as men. The women mm. can only do what the men allow them to do. Exactly. Ass is out on the curve. Simple. That's the balls and backbone vibranium. BMT. Hey, can I say this real quick? Thank you. George. Um, the uh, can I pick it back up? The, well, let right. me let me uh, hold on one second. Let me um, just okay. thank Corner Store Pops Corner Store Podcast for the um, super stick. Or for the super chat, he says uh, he or she. That's great conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Black Wizard says Black culture tends to lean towards sexual promiscuity. Men get off easy because it's accepted by most that men will sleep around. 
I think women have trouble because of the Victorian nature of femininity in the West. You on point. I agree wholeheartedly. That's right. Um, I'm sorry. I can't see who was next. It's either Edward or I think Archer dropped down. Oh, before um, I, oh, oh let, 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 let me be the next. Hey, I just want to say this. Hey, let me get some of this. I just want to say before I go, the reason why the birth rate is dropping down low is because of we have these alternate family marriages and stuff. I just watched two ladies get married. How the hell are two women gonna make a baby? Let that let that make sense. Or all these they do it all weird. the time. They do it all. They're the time. gonna die one. They, you have women oh, having babies on, by themselves. You see what I'm saying? Like, how does that make any sense? That's why y'all wonder why the birth rates are dropping low because we accepting that as the norm now. That doesn't even make any sense. So y'all wonder why the birth rates going low. We seen two kids trying to get married. That how, how two dudes gonna make a baby? Let that make sense. Ooh. This is why I, I, I didn't oh, let everybody come up at once. Yeah. We still we want to oh, I wasn't trying to cause no chaos. I wasn't trying to cause no chaos, ladies. No, but I'm just being for real. Like, this is what we're dealing with. Uh, well, let me read the super chat really quickly. Talk another time because we can't hear and it sounds horrible on the playback when we talk over one another. But um, we got a super chat from Sir Ty. Sir Ty says, You can't conflate sexual liberty to sexual trafficking. That said, as mentioned, women are easy to the men they find attractive. Happy New Year. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. We're going to hear from Edward Bailey, and then we'll hear hey, what's from up, yo? Um, ARC and David Johnson. Hey, Edward. Hey, you know, the, hey, the thing about the uh, Black girls being easy, it depends on the uh, if factor, the lust factor, and the attraction factor. Now, if you don't have no balls and backbone and no manhood or no proper masculinity about yourself and it can't bring that inner raw femininity out of that woman, then she's not going to be easy. She's going to be hard to get to. If you come up like a, like a Carlton Banks instead of coming up like a shaft, you might as well hang it up and call it a night. Okay. I mean, that's the... You know, you know, that's the, I mean, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Boys and girls make babies. Men and women raise families. Okay. I think I, um, I, I wholeheartedly point. agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, shout out to BMT for the super sticker. Thank you so much, BMT. Um, I want to get Brown Bird, ARC, and then Archer and David. David was actually here because Archer yeah. lived, but. Brown Bird um, already. Already went. Okay, so let's get ARC and then David and then Archer. Wait, Brown Bird is not going next? No, it's on you. No. Okay. Yeah, I see. What's up? All right. Uh, well, welcome. To, I mean, hello to the panel. Happy New Year. Uh, I want to try to narrow my comments down to three things. Point one, I think it was Sister George said some as the live stream was starting. Uh, it could have been concrete, but th there's a here, here's what a lot of men don't like to hear. A lot of men don't like to hear about their own hypocrisy. For example, and again, one of you two ladies either said this or alluded to it. There's a lot of men who who bitch and complain about there's too many women in society that is highly promiscuous, but most of the men who are criticizing women for being promiscuous are always pursuing women for short-term non-monogamous casual sex. <laughs> make that fucking make Facts. Facts. 
can I, I get? It's just a matter of fact. I, I used to, as most people know, I used to write for O'Shea Duke Jackson's website called the uh, Negro Manosphere, right? dot com, and I wrote at least eight to ten of my articles. Of all the articles I wrote, caused a lot of people to get triggered. But definitely one of my top two three it. articles was an article I wrote basically about this. I call it was about the hypocrisy of men and all men was in the comment section, all Allen, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But they don't want to face up to that fact. It's like you criticizing people for being alcoholics, but you, you on the corner with a with, with bunch of little glasses in your hand and you pouring liquor for everybody. But yet you saying everybody's an alcoholic. Motherfucker, what you doing? So, all men, if you if you got a problem with women being promiscuous, only commit yourself, relegate yourself to long term, strictly monogamous relationships. Because if you regularly pursuing casual sex, you're an enabler. Period. Oh, oh, uh, I want to get rid of this myth. I keep hearing it. It's a, it's a, it's a misnomer that women give up sex, more specifically casual sex, based on simply how attracted they are to you. That's not 100% true. That's not 100% true. It depends what on what they want from you is more so the issue, more so than just simply their level of it. Now, their level of attractiveness does play a factor, but that's not the only thing. Casual sex, when mm -hmm. I get too lengthy, comes down to this. It's just like men. Really, for all you men, you got to think of women just like us. We always talk about the differences, but I break it down in a couple of my books. I learned this in college from some women I uh, was in a sorority. They broke it when the first ones to break it down to me. Now, women have their delineations of men just, just like us men. There's some women we could say, damn, she's fine. I want her to be my wife. And then there's another woman we might say that's equally fine. We say, damn, she's fine. I want to fuck her for the next two months. <laughs> it's the difference. It ain't, it ain't solely about one woman being significantly more attractive than the other, but as some women, we want basically in simple terms, we want both their sexual and non-sexual companionship, whereas other women, we just want their sexual companionship. Same with women. If the number one time a woman's gonna be the most likely to be easy with you is when all she wants is your dick. She don't really want no money from you. She don't want your non-sexual companionship. All she wants is some good dick. All the women who gave me the pussy the quickest and the easiest were the women that all they wanted from me was some good dick. But, but the women who oh, wanted my sexual companionship and my non-sexual companionship, they never made it easy for me to get the pussy. They, at least not initially. Some of them might caved in later on, but none of those women who wanted both my sexual and my non-sexual companionship made it incredibly easy for me to fuck them. Again, the main women that made it easy for me to fuck them, I'll say it goes with all guys, is when women just look at you as casual sex material, good dick material. I wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Right, that's a gem. Um, Tell them. Yes, um, that's absolutely true. I've actually made the same uh, argument uh, earlier this week. Um, shout out to Platinum Elite. Um, but I actually made the same point on his show. Um, women will make a man wait if she wants more out of him versus her knowing that she only wants sex from him. And men don't seem to understand the premise of 
um, if she wants to be with me, why should I have to wait versus her being a slut with some guy that um, she would just give it up to him right off the bat, but she's actually making me put in the work for it, which um, a lot of men don't understand that logic. But shout out to DJ Cadillac. He says, I'm not mad. I get head now. Huh? More head now than ever. Oh, uh, I hope you're wearing. Never mind, Chad. Oh, okay, just Yo, can, can, I, can, I, can, can I jump in? I'll turn over the mic. Uh, hold, hold on, let's let ARC finish oh. his point. Yeah, the final point I was is kind of related to the second point. Is I heard, I think it was the guy, D. <laughs> I don't even want to say I use the name, these nuts, but uh, these nuts, what he was trying to get across, he didn't totally articulate it well, but what he said was valid. And this is the basis for my first book is the concept of sexual duplicity. Women, both mm. actually both men and women can be sexually duplicitous. I tend to emphasize more women, but men and women. And in simple terms, what that means is, is that a woman can make it very easy for one guy. One guy could get that pussy like an hour after he meets her. Another guy, he might not get that pussy until six months, if at all. So nobody can ever say that all women or more specifically all black women are easy because like I know for a fact I've had sex with women quick, very quickly and easily that other men who dealt with that same woman had to invest. Matter of fact, Sister George, I don't know if you caught this, but when I was on your last last year, you actually kind of shut ARC up for like at least a few seconds, which is hard to do. But how do you think you shut me up for a few seconds? You know, I have so many gems, ARC. I just, <laughs> you know, it's just so hard to keep up with them. So you just tell me. <laughs> well, he, he, he was, if, if anybody listened to Sister George Conquer Rose, was actually more so Sister George's exclusive. I didn't see Conquer Rose on about the rotation thing. But we there was a brief subject about can women give valid dating advice to men? And I said, generally speaking, no. Because I said one of the problems I have with women who give men advice is it always involves men having to invest a lot of time and money to get the pussy. And I basically said I've I've rarely, for casual sex, invested a lot of time and money for sex. And then Sister George came quickly and said, well, I see with all due respect, that's you, though. Mm. You mm -hmm. got that. You might have that special talent where you could get a woman's pussy in like 20 minutes after you. But she was like, that's not all men, though. Mm -hmm. Some men don't have more time and money into that. And I was momentarily quiet when she said that because it was the truth. Some men, they go, oh, that's the reason why you had delineations. Like I was looking at the comment section in your last live stream. I forget the guy's name. I, he's been on here before. But he was trying to say there is no alpha beta and that basically there's no delineations between men and women. That that That's not true. That's the reason why you have the, the most of my delineations or most men's delineations are related to that concept itself is that some men are going to be able to get pussy quicker, easier, less expensively than other men will. And you can't group those two groups of men together. There has to be a delineation. If I'm able to meet a woman, let's say call her Linda Johnson, if I'm able to meet Linda Johnson and fuck her 20 minutes after I meet her and another guy has to take her out on 10 dates, buy a bunch of gifts, talk to her on the phone for a number of hours, how can you group that guy in with me? You can't. He ain't, he ain't on my level. 
Facts. So that's anyway, true. that's that's my thoughts for this. this um, shout out to Darren Jones. Um, Darren says he disagrees. It is not enabling to recognize that a woman is not your wife. And so, um, Darren, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. It sounds like you're saying that um, you can understand that you're going to use a woman for sexual purposes and um, basically like a masturbation vessel. But uh, you you can say that she's a masturbation vessel, but she's not a woman that you would actually take serious. And so I guess are you you saying that there should be some separation between like you should just be able to uh, have sex with women that aren't your wives. But I, I and I, I kind of look at that like. Um, men will say that y'all understand that you there are some women that you're going to want to sleep with, but then there are some women that you don't want a wife. But the majority of men claim complain about women that they can't wipe up because they're, they're saying there's a shortage of women that can actually be wiped up. So I, you know, I always kind of wonder about that. Um, who can do I, we can have? I address that right quick? Can sure. What ARC said about the hypocrisy about. What ARC said about the hypocrisy of men and women is completely false. I mean, if most of the women nowadays are, are seeking hookups, not really seeking uh, relationships, and you're in a man and you're in that environment where all the women around you just want short-term flings, you will be a goddamn fool to be interacting with the women on a long-term mindset because you'll always find yourself disappointed. Because at the end of the day, if you are in, if you're thinking I want a long term relationship and she's thinking I just want to, you know, I just want you to fuck me a couple times. As a man, you're a fool for going in that situation, expecting anything more than just get fucked a couple times by the girl. So when you when you say, oh, well, the guys are enabling the women because the guys are looking at it from a short term aspect as well, while also talking about it. Well, they're talking about it because the women are openly saying they don't want no long term relationship. Most of the young women hmm. nowadays do not and do not have any interest in long term relationships. That's not true. Well, it depends on I the age generations either. too. It depends that, on the generations too. That's you find... a misnomer, Archer. Okay. Women women have resigned to uh, short term. I mean, uh, to short term uh, short term uh -huh. casual sex because of their the lack of interest that men have shown in engaging in long term mating. There's count. There's count. No, yeah, this, that's cap as hell because see we have this notion that men are just black, especially black men are just some bad people when they don't not want to fight. Black men are the biggest simps I, I in didn't America. Say that. No, I know I know you didn't say that. I'm saying the overall stereotype of black men in the society. But black men are the biggest simps in America. They worship their women as far as wanting to be in relationships, wanting to be married are more bad. than the women do. The women black are the ones who don't the women are the ones for the Young most part do not have are, their cake and eat it too. It's black men are the more okay. We really don't have a stand. We really don't have stand. Let me let me let me. No, I'm not even done. I, I don't. You, I never get to finish. You may be able. Okay. Everybody, I'll, I'll everybody interrupts me. Say this really quick, Archer. I know I took. I know I take people off, but I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to say it politely. You are. Archer for being a better person this year. I. You know what I. You know what. You know what happened to me on New Year's. You know what happened to me on New Year's. I found Jesus. It's about time, child. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> okay. Won't he do it? Getting somebody to commit to you does not mean that they're going to be monogamous. So, yes, 
Black men will Ooh. enter into a relationship with you, but young black guys want to have to take it too a lot of the time. Oh, oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. Can I finish? Okay, can I just, Go ahead, can I, can I finish your point. Okay, the monogamous thing is BS. If you were if you were worth being loyal to, guys would be loyal to you. If you're getting cheated on, it's because you're not worth it. First oh, of all. What? So, uh facts. Second of all, when it comes to the when it comes to when it comes to the fact about the peace pipe. I was smoking some good weed and drinking some liquor, some gin. But and when, and when it comes to when it comes to the people, the fact about uh, young people not having sex today, young people not having babies today. Um, what what was the other thing you guys said about young people aren't doing today? They're not having sex. They're not having babies. I, well, I'm gonna go with those. I think I'm you said they're not dating. They're not dating either. And and and, and yeah. That's so much. when it comes to that, I think there's one uh thing that connects all three of those things: the sex, the babies, and the dating. And I think it's the health crisis in in America. Um, as of right now, more uh, not just black, but all Americans, but more so for black people, uh, we have a lot of if uh, a lot of uh, women who can't have babies or will have complications in giving birth because of their health issues. Um, we have a lot of men who's not taking care of themselves. Wrong race. So that, huh? Wrong race. Okay, whatever. Um, so the 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 health issues of many of the women, especially with the morbidly obese, or more being morbidly obese, is complicates a uh, birth. Black women have the highest stillborns. So, and being more morbidly obese complica complicates your ability to have sex with a man. Because I ain't freaking no fat chick. I'm pretty sure most men ain't either. So yeah, of course, mo but most black women are not morbidly <laughs> obese. Yeah, yeah 20, we're not 20, even going to go 20, there. 20% are morbidly obese. And, 57%. But yeah, 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 yeah. So, so if even if you broke it down to so the 20% that are morbidly obese, those 20% aren't having babies. getting it either. They don't have a problem with getting it, but they're not birthing out children the same way that uh, regularly obese women have. I got 30 more seconds. Let me finish. You guys, can, you, guys, you guys can eat me up. I understand. He's I'm so used triggering. to it. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the reason why a lot of men complain about, I, in my opinion, the reason why a lot of men complain about women being promiscuous, even though many of them may, may not be because many of them are too attract, unattractive to even get sex, I believe it has more to do with the fact that the women that are attractive in an environment where they are such a rare commodity is basically supply and demand. They monopolize and they, um, they uh, what's, the, what's that word? They capitalize on their sexuality. So since there's so few uh, sevens, eights, nines, and tens in black America, and there's a big gap, and then there's a whole bunch of fours, threes, and twos, you got the, the more attractive ones are getting all the attention, therefore they're having higher body counts. And that's what guys are typically complaining about. Everything he said, this whole commentary was just so full of BS. Like, do you think that there were like 20 years ago there were unattractive women too? I don't think that the ratio of unattractive black women to attractive black women has shown. Yeah, well, as, as there's more, as there's more Actually, fat women. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have women. to I have to agree with Archer on that. Um, simply looking at the the girls huh. in high school versus what they looked like back in the day. Um, the girls are actually much bigger um, than they than they've ever been, um, and so I, 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 I would have the to kind of, like the girls and the girls that my daughters in high school would look like strippers, and they dress like strippers, and they have a ton of weave and makeup and look. You think that you're walking into Magic City? Yeah, well, that's your daughter. She's still she's still in high school. Therefore, they don't count at this moment. We're talking about millennials and, and older. Uh, no, she's not I mean, in high school. Well, uh, but anyway, even if she's not, that might have been her these, class, uh, Let me read these super chats. Shout out to Just My Four Cents. He said, the thought of biracial traits 
without Trump, confidence, swag, money, stuff together, looks, etc., etc. Um, thank yeah. you so much for that. That's an interesting point, very interesting point. And shout out to our brother Platinum Elite for the super chat. Thank Thanks, you so guys. much for that. We really appreciate that. Really appreciate uh, it. Ultra says so much. Like I literally should have had a pen and paper, like regarding. <laughs> so triggered. I'm gonna let um, bro David Johnson get in here. Um, the fact that he refuses to believe that it's a conscious choice that Black women have made to not have children. It's everything else under the sun. It's because they fat. It's because they unattractive. It's because they can't have kids. It's because, as opposed to him believing that, they, that women are making a conscious decision to not relive what their mothers went through or their grandmothers went through. Like that, that, that just, it, it just, he can't even fathom that being a possibility. Mm. Go ahead, David oh. Johnson, sorry. Mm. All right, your boy, I get money. What the oh, hell? I'm ready to turn this mother up. No, no. You know I'm making it. Um, first of all, I came up to address them. Can men tell women how to be women? I'm gonna get to that, but I wanted to address what ARC had just said. Salute to everybody, salute to ARC. Um, I was gonna say because he changed it in the end. I was gonna say because there are scenarios, but I'm quite sure he was talking the overall majority versus not the minority. So I'm going to just be smart and say that for him early, but just for the people out there listening, um, definitely, you can definitely get a woman to do something with you early on when you meet her and, you know, end up spending a few years with her. I've done it. I've had chicks where I told a chick, look, if she don't do it, I'm out. And she did it. And we then we did it the next day. And then we was together for a few years. The only time women typically right hold out is for three reasons. They hold out because um, she's trying to manipulate you. They hold out because in some cases, they feel like if you get that, you win. And um, some hold, and some hold out because they just weren't raised that way. They're like that with every dude. They don't let nobody get it. So th those three things matter. Now, here's the key thing, fellas, for y'all listening. For if you want to be able to get her to do it quick and keep her... You tend to have to be pretty decent looking and charming. That pretty... if If... if there's any two traits that are going to seal that deal for you. It's going to be being decent looking, you know, in shape, handsome, groomed, and having some charm and a sense of humor. Laugh her out them goddamn draws. Then she'll feel comfortable. I feel so comfortable with you. She'll feel comfortable with you, and then she'll come on out of it, and you and she and she wants to be with you, especially if you're good. After you put it down, she like shit. I'm trying to keep this, but I just wanted to say that because I know that that's the exception. Now I'm going to get back to. Can a man teach a woman how to be a woman? Here's the problem. Of course, this is context. There's certain things a man doesn't teach, like, and he can, because he can learn from a woman. This is what I'm about to say. He can teach you, thing, he can tell you about your monthly and not really how you do it, but cleaning and because he could learn that from a woman. So there are things that women are definitely for that aren't really up to the men, even though men can learn, because this is what I'm going to say. When it comes to a woman dealing with a man, it's a man's job, a.k.a. her father, her uncle, her grandfather. It's their job to teach her what to do and not to do with a man. So in regards to a man teaching a woman how to be a woman for a man, he can. Just like, and, 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 and it's going to seem unfair. First, take off 
the learning that you've been taught that men ain't black men ain't ish. Take take first of all, take that thinking or put that that brainwashing thinking cap to the side and put on your this is why black men are so very important, even though we don't like to give them credit because that's a strategy to keep your 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 um your race down because we need an underclass. So we have to keep you disillusioned. We have to keep you all frantic because we have to knock down your leadership. But make no mistake, your father preps this girl to be able to deal with a man. And then he also preps the son. See, this is the gift of the father. He does both. He also teaches the son how to be a man. So here's the thing the father does teach the daughters and the sons. Now, make no mistake. Women only know how to deal with men if a man taught her. There is no see, see, that's the difference. See, people think just because we're gender, everything is equal. That's the that's another dumbass uh, 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 thought process of, of people. Black men, men and women aren't equal. We do different shit. So it doesn't make exactly. sense how to say we're 50, 50. That's a goddamn lie. Stop lying to yourself. So at the end of the Preach. day, is a thing that men can do both of teaching a man, a boy, how to be a man and teaching a woman how to deal with the man, which is being mm -hmm. feminine. The reason why I know femininity is important is because I know what I, I know what I need. I know what makes me be able to rock so I can tell my daughter or daughters or somebody else's daughter. Look, babe, you just too rough. You too masculine. Don't it ain't enough. It's just a reason why the car has one steering wheel, baby. Both of you. You can't drive and he can't drive. There's two steering wheels in the car. Y'all gonna have a goddamn accident because you're going to want to go left. He going to want to go right. We ain't going to never be able to get no goddamn where. So these are the things a father teaches the daughter. Teaches the daughter, and this is another reason why. And I know this is going—they're going to take this out of context. This is another reason why fathers typically are supposed to want to meet the man. The, the the bad boys too scene with a uh, Will and Martin. Mm -hmm. A father needs to enter. I need to see if you are trained as a man. Have your has your father and your family did their job to see if you qualify to date my daughter. Because I put a lot of work into this girl and I can't just give her to any old nigga. So I'm going to need to come talk to you, ask you a few questions, see where your head at. And then I'll be like, okay, I, now let me have a talk with you and I, I might be able to trust you with my hard work I've been putting in. So again, coming back full circle, ladies, take that. We're all the same. If a man can't put that bullshit aside, that's, that's what you've been trained to think. And if if you disagree with what I'm saying, that's how you know you're just being combative. Because what I said is really two plus two. This ain't even rocket science. Y'all got it. Thank you, bro, David Johnson. Um, I typically agree with you. Uh, your, your, your principles are pretty sound, even though your delivery sometimes can be off. But um, I agree with what you said. Like, wholeheartedly. Hey, hey, let me address that. Wait, wait, let me address that. Let me, let me show you how full of shit that is, too. If I brought you $15 million in an ugly suitcase, would you say, no, I don't want that because you brought that ugly ass suitcase. Get that goddamn money I out of sure here. Would. Or would you be smart enough <laughs> to overlook the suitcase to take the goddamn cash? Check. Of course I would. That's why I can receive your message despite your delivery. You on point. I, I well, you, agree with well, you. Smart. Listen, listen. My message is only for the smart people anyway. Dummies oh. need not apply. Y'all got it. <laughs> oh, my Hey, Sister George, can I, can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. Does somebody get butthurt in the uh, my life? Yeah, I want to go back to that that uh, super chat or comment where uh, I think the brother's name was Darren Jones said he's not enabling if he identifies that a woman is not wife material for him. See, here's the thing. There's a difference between being selective 
and judgmental, selective and judgmental. The simple difference is if I interact with a woman and based on my evaluation with her, I say this woman is not fit to be my wife because of my specific criteria and standards, then that's being selective. But using that same example, if I evaluate a woman based on one, two, or three social interactions, and not only do I say that I don't think she's wife material for me, but I say I don't think she's wife material for any guy on earth, then, then you've gone from being selective to judgmental. And that's my attitude with this promiscuity thing. And I pointed out on, on a few videos on my own channel. A lot of guys think if a woman has slept with, say, 10 guys or 20 guys or even 30 guys, that that woman is not fit for any man. That's bullshit. There's porn stars who are fucking married. Facts. Can I, can I respond to that? Some men don't mind a woman's promiscuous past. You can't apply your criteria to all men. I don't mind any man having criteria for himself. I don't have any argument or criticism of that at all. But when you try to impose your criteria for what makes a woman wife material to every heterosexual man on earth, then yeah, I have a problem with that. Because you, 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 you have the judgment that you don't uh, really have down, the position to do that. Uh, Jojo, your response? Thank you, A. I mean, we go uh, have uh, Black Wizard go ahead and chime in real quick, and then once we after we do Jojo, we'll go back and do Miss J and go back go back around because um, he hasn't had an opportunity to speak. Um, if you could hold it for just just a second while Black Wizard gets his piece in Jojo, and then we coming to you. He can respond real quick. I can go after him. All right. Okay. Uh, All right, can Yes. Okay. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? AOIC, what's going on with you, OG? You know what I'm what's saying? What's up, young I, brother? Uh, not much. Not, now, this is why I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you, OG. Check this out. Okay. See, I look at it like this. As, as, as a certain type of man, I feel like your judgment you, you, if, if you a certain type of man, you have good judgment. So let's say what you said was the case and the girl got uh, 40, 50, 60 bodies or something like that, right? She don't respect men. She don't submit to men. She don't do this, that, this, that. It just ended to be, you know what I'm saying, the exact opposite of what a man wait, wait. wants. Before you go on, Joe, somebody got some background noise going on. Okay. Uh, but uh yeah it's just like so let's say uh let's say me or you we in the store right and we see a girl and we know she got 150 bodies on her and she she just she masculine unsubmissive and just you know i'm just all around terrible person if me okay. and you both come to the conclusion you are og and i'm young if we both come to the conclusion that damn she she, she gonna have a hard time finding a dude or she might she damn she probably gonna die alone i don't think that that's an inaccurate statement to make that judgment because this is what you got to think Men are starting to wake up more and more now, and they starting to see women's behavior. I don't. It don't matter if you old, young, you know what I mean, or middle aged. Don't no dude want a broad that's a headache, regardless of if she had a past or not. You and let let's say you a dude with a high tolerance level, and you you know what I mean. You can try to deal with it. At the end of the day, you still gonna say, "Damn, why the fuck am I still talking to this girl?" You know what I mean. I I, I get what you're saying, but it's just like I feel like if the if, if if somebody who intelligent have a strong opinion on something that they know nine times out of ten they write about it, I feel like we can make that assumption. 
Like, so, okay, so for example, minute, let, let, me, you, let me ask. Let me, okay, go ahead. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Go finish. Okay, let's say uh, Cardi B got divorced from Offset or whatever, right? Would would you would you say that that girl would be wife material? I would. Any woman could be wife material for any man who accepts her as is. Now, I'm not in favor of any woman lying or deceiving a man, so let's use promiscuity. If you have a woman that slept with 100 guys in her adult life and she meets a guy named Brian and he asks her, you know, questions about her past and she tries to give Brian the misleading impression that she's only had sex with, say, 10 guys in her life. See, then that, that's a lying bitch. She, she's, she's being <laughs> deceptive. I ain't down with that. So women like that need to be called out. But let's say, on the other hand, you got a woman that also has slept with 100 guys, and she makes that openly known, and some guy named Todd says, you know what? I'm fine with that. I love you. I'm attracted to you, and I'm willing. Why should anybody pass judgment on Todd or the woman he chose if he's down with that? If he's down with that, marriage ain't about uh, – there's this, this, that's kind of like an old – Pre-60s convention that only would see. I don't want to get too long-winded, but I did a whole video on this. Is why you had what young most young people should know, but a lot of them don't. There's a period that was known as the Victorian era, started in Europe, and that yes. that was what the Victorian era was all about. Victorian era started when a lot of uppity, pretentious type women basically came out in Europe and said. That if a woman is not a virgin, she's not wife material. If she's not a virgin, she's not wife material. That's why if you know the traditions of weddings, a white dress was supposed to represent that that woman was a virgin. Mm-hmm. Like in, in right. Victorian era, if you if you had fucked even one time before you got married, you weren't allowed to wear a white dress. You weren't allowed to because you were tainted. And see, now let's fast forward to the second wave of feminism at its highest gear in the 1960s. A lot of this is in my book, The Beta Male Revolution. I had to give myself a shameless plug. But <laughs> in the second wave of feminism, you can say in simplistic terms, a lot of women kind of took revenge on that attitude from the Victorian era. A lot of women was like, fuck these uppity, pretentious bitches who say that if you're not a virgin, you, you're not wife material. Fuck that. I fuck I, I got, I, guys, I, and I still think I'm worthy of being some man's wife. And that's, can I say this quick response? In, in the early to mid-60s was that even women who have fucked before marriage, basically women who are not virgins, still can be qualified to be wife material, and here we are. Let, so let, let, I, let me respond to this real quick. Let me nobody's not wife material. Again, if you're talking about for yourself, I have no problem with that. Any man who says that woman over there is not wife material for me will get no argument from me. But when guys start trying to say that this woman is not only not wife material for me, but she's not wife material for any guy, that's bullshit. That's cap. I'm gonna tell you why that's cap. Everybody. Right. Let me say this real quick. And hold on. Let me. This is the thing. Baby, let me say this real quick. Let me say real quick. Real quick. Let me say this real quick. All right, so Mr. ARC, this is the thing. Check this out, OG. And I know Sister Joy is gonna back me on this. This this is the thing. You know, I know you know what microcamerism and all that prayer bond and all that stuff is. Now we could say, you know what I mean? Oh, it, it that's BS and all this. It's a scientific fact. The DNA of whatever man the girl with 
the DNA, his DNA going to her brain and his sister. She developed his characteristics, his behavior, his personality, all type. This is a statistical fact. You can Google it. You can you can you, you can do it. You can YouTube. You can do whatever you want with it. Now, this is the thing. I'm, I'm gonna say this. Sister Joy said earlier, it's porn star women. When you look at their faces, how they look now, they got like like they got souls looking in their eyes. Now you hear dudes say this all the time. That's the thousand cock stare. A bitch, you know, been with so many dudes, you done lost your ability. To, you know what I mean? To just pearl one dude because you know too many men. And if we if we being straight up, I feel I feel the same. Just what you said about the very thing earlier. I do feel like this should be qualifications for a wife. It just is what it is. And you can say it's in a new time and stuff like this, but men have to really think. If you gave them, cause I, this is my thing. If you gave a man the option to say, okay, here go a twenty year old girl. She she the purest of the pure, ain't never been touched. And you say, here go a twenty two year old. She look better than the girl who ain't got, you know what I'm saying, who ain't never been touched. But the bitch got two hundred bodies. I guarantee you, a hundred times out of hundred, the man will say, give me the girl who ain't been with no man. She the pure body. He not gonna say, give me the bra who who difficult to deal with, bad attitude, been two three hundred dudes. Done felt every single penis. Yeah, man, it, it, it's like, come on, we 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 got to start being honest with it. Now I get what you're saying. The man will get with that, but if we've been honest, he's settling for that because he can't get something. That got to be said. That got to be said. Yo, yo you're saying some stuff that that's that's valid to a degree, but my problem is it's one sided, man. So you 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 telling me you like a lot of these guys who believe? Like I hear a lot of guys will say, hey, if a woman. Had sex with 50, 50 guys, then she's unfit to be a wife. But a man, he can have sex with two thousand women, and he fit to be a husband. No, he ain't. Men and women not equal though. That's that's why you messed it up. You trying to conflate it and make Ooh. it equal. It's not equal. Men and women not the same. No, but Jojo, uh, a, a, a key that can open. Hold that's on, hold on, hold on. That's what you lost me, man. That's what you lost me. That's what I'm saying. A key that can open many locks is a master key. A lot that can be opened. I want to hear ARC's um response to that because now, if we're being honest, ARC. Most people don't look as men and women as being equal, especially when it comes down to sex. Um, we've heard it for years that men can go out and sleep with however many they want. Nobody calls a man a hoe. Nobody looks at a man as um, a sexual deviant unless he has like freaky fetishes and shit like wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Let me stop you there, Sister George. You said nobody. I've been called a man whore so many times. Yeah, I've been called, be yeah same here. No, I've been no, called no, the same thing. So no, it's not no, that no, men no, are no, not so called hoes. It's that men don't respond negatively and emotionally when they are. That's the difference. It ain't yes, I can call I had a lot of women say, Alan, you you are I'm okay. my own mother. Well, I'm getting personal back. here, but my own mother, I told my wife when I first met her. The one of the most hurtful comments, I laughed about it later, but at the time it kind of hurt me. When I was in my mid-20s, my mother, I was going to go out and hook up with this chick, and she stopped me. She said, Son, what are you doing? I said, What do you mean? What am I doing? I said, she said, for the last few months. There's not been one woman you've connected with that you've introduced to me, which tells me she's just her turn for a hoe was a bed hop. She said, which tells me you just mess around with bed hoppers. And I yes. said, Yeah, you could say that, mom. And but she just gave me this pensive stare for a few seconds. Then she said, I never thought my baby boy was just gonna grow up and be a damn hoe. Let me just say this okay. It's not the same connotation As when a woman is called a hoe um, I, And I'm not going to necessarily say That doors close for women who are whores 
or who consider themselves whores. But let's be honest. Um, society views a woman as a whole versus a man that uh, is sexually promiscuous as two different things. It's not viewed as the same. Well, I'll tell you why. Exactly. I'll tell you why. There's a few reasons, actually. I, I'll highlight two. One reason is because women, and this is why my talk, which is one of my talk moments, it gets ripped off a lot. You always hear me talking about the appeal of sexual companionship versus the appeal of a man or woman's non-sexual companionship. See, women place way more value on the, particularly if they aspire to be married, particularly if they aspire to be married, they place way more value on the appeal of their non-sexual companionship. And this is why a hoe is very hurtful to a woman. Once a woman gains a reputation as a slut or a hoe, what it sends, the message that sends out to men is her non-sexual companionship ain't worth shit. She's not worth investing Ooh. For her non-sexual companionship, all you, all fellas, all you need to do is concentrate on getting access to her sexual companionship because her non-sexual companionship don't mean shit. And no woman who aspires to be married wants that message sent out about her. Men don't exactly. really give a fuck. And wait, but let I me say, men started, let me say, well, we well, wanted to go next. Let me just say something right quick for JoJo. Really quick. And but I know this, Bro David has there are women. Too. There are women for the nothing ass men. You gotta understand. Some of them nothing ass men are gonna have to deal with some of them hoes. So, like ARC said, or OG Raymond said, there's somebody for everybody because everybody's not gonna get the dime, everybody's not gonna get the man. So you gotta always remember that those women may have to go to those men, so they both serve a purpose. Y'all got it. I just wanted to say really quickly, I think that men are the ones who start, like, we have, we live in a patriarchal society. If you think about it, you know, if you think about our, uh, uh, the beginning of our civilization, or, or um, it, it started as patriarchal. I think that men started the whole shaming of women when they are not fitting into a certain mold. I don't think that women started that. That is a, no, 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 um, that's not true. That's not true. Do your research, do your research, concrete. Because I actually, I read an article a few years ago, I can't cite it specifically right now, but then I've read other that backs this up. I was just talking about the Victorian era. A lot of women centuries ago used to use call other women whores and sluts more frequently than men in society did. It, but all women, particularly women from upper class society, pretentious society, they always turn their nose down at women. Because here, here was the fear. See, a lot of women in aristocratic societies, they felt like they didn't want their older husbands dumping them for a younger bitch. And so... They developed all these these judgmental attitudes, and they would say things about younger women to try to dissuade their wealthy, powerful husbands from fucking around. But you had you had uh, courtesans, which is the the old version of what we would now call like upscale call girl, upscale mm -hmm. escort, you know. But anyway, I don't want to get too long winded digression. But a lot of women were just as judgmental, if not more so, on other women's promiscuity again that was a whole basis for the victorian era women felt well, like from them women they didn't want favor with men you can't like, look at those women 
to sit in judgment, it was because somehow they had favor by being prude and being, you know, uh, considered like upstanding women in society. They had favor with men in order for them to sit in judgment of other women. Yeah, you, here's a book I, I always recommend it on my channel that you guys should read if, if you're not familiar with it already. It's called Marriage A History by an author named Stephanie Kuntz. And if I had to highlight a, a couple of takeaways from that book that most people don't realize, some people act like monogamy, long-term strict monogamy has been around since the beginning of time. And that, that's actually false. Long, the idea of long-term strict monogamy, according to Kuntz and a few other authors on her level, have asserted long-term strict monogamy has only been around for about roughly 4,500 to 5,000 years. Now, Right. On paper, that sounds like a long time. But when you consider that humans have been around for a minimum of 200,000 years, that's a drop in the bucket. In the early stages, a lot of men and women were engaging in either one of these three things, pr promiscuity, polyamory, or polygamy. Still happening in some countries. Yeah. Promiscuity, pol polyamory. Polyamory is kind of the unmarried version of polygamy. Or like in the United States, polygamy is interesting in the United States. On a federal level, polygamy is actually legal. But what neutralizes that is that all 50 state uh -oh. individual states uh -oh. have made it illegal. Now, Utah used to be the one holdout. In, at least in certain counties of Utah, polygamy, I want to say, used to be legal. But I want to say they've, they've now made it illegal too. But yeah, all 50 states have made it illegal. But anyway, going back to Kuhn's takeaway, she said she said basically the two things that made long-term monogamy become more popular is one, men, because you gotta realize before the days, now we got like DNA, and before that they had the blood test, but before both of those came into existence, men wanted to make sure that their kids were really theirs. So they mm -hmm. felt like having a committed relationship would ensure that. And we all know now in the 21st century, that don't ensure no. shit. At all. We can say, oh, Henry, I love you. I love you. And I only want to have your children. And then the next day, she out fucking another motherfucker getting pregnant by him. Sure. On a side note, and you, maybe this could be another whole live stream. On a quick side note, I don't want to digress too lengthy. But I've been seeing a lot of people on social media giving this movie on Amazon a lot of props called Sylvia's Love. Anybody see that movie? No, no. Everybody <laughs> like no. Well, anyway, it got a lot of critic high critics rating. It was a black movie featuring Kerry Washington's husband. And uh anyway, if you really watch that movie, and I told my wife, I was I was disturbed by elements of that movie because number one, it glorified women cheating. If that movie had been written in reverse, women would have been protesting that movie. It's about mm. Tessa Thompson. She's cheating on her fiance. Then on top of just cheating on him, she got pregnant by this other dude, which essentially made her fiance a cuckold. Dirty he accepted it, though. He knew the baby was from another dude. He married her anyway. And everybody said that was a great movie. I, I, I didn't like the message it sent out, so that was my quick side <sighs> note on that. Um, we'll probably see more yeah. examples of that, but I wanted to read the super chat real quick from Black Wolf. He says, salute to ARC for that jewel of thought. He got that from experience. 
Yeah, see, sure. I get all my Pacific stuff from gym, experience and not other but, people listen to other people. But okay, yeah, I just want oh one other talking point I, I was gonna say. Um well no one addition to the takeaway from that book. One was paternity, another one was property. See, there was a time when people were constantly moving, but once they became more stable and wanted to accumulate real estate and property, men wanted a way to transfer their property and their all their assets in the event of an unexpected death. And that contributed more to both marriage and idea of long-term monogamy. So basically what Kuntz argues in overly simplistic terms is that before paternity became a big issue, because you know, in some cultures, it was not uncommon for like a warrior type dude to get a woman pregnant but then had the more beta male guys in his tribe take care of his son or daughter because he was out being a warrior. He wasn't at, he wasn't at the crib like, you know, mm. throwing his babies up in the air because he was out fighting trying to protect that community. So they would have the wow. beta males and women. So it was shared. You know, parental, parental responsibilities in many cultures and countries were shared. But then again, mm. a lot of guys over a period of time, so I said, hey, ain't sure if little JoJo is really mine. I want to make sure that little JoJo is mine. And they say, hey, well, why don't you marry the woman here? It ain't my baby. <laughs> it takes a village. That brings a new meaning to the term. It takes a village. But we got to get Black Wizard in here. But I wanted to read this real quick. And I'll let Black Wizard go because we skipped over him a while back. So um, Simmond Landriff says, a woman either believes in only having relations with her husband or she doesn't. The marriage will get old. What keeps her faith? Faithful is her principles. The data says virgin marriages last longer. Never seen that. Exactly. Data, that's interesting. Uh -oh. um, Black Wizard, go ahead. And then we're going to have Brother Platt come on in here and uh, Dennis. Black, Black Wizard, here's your big he moment. May, <laughs> he may yeah, be, he may be busy, but All right, I was on mute. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I'll try to, I'll try to keep this short because, um, I had a lot of stuff to say because everybody kept going. I was like, oh, that's a good point. But, um, <laughs> I can feel the uh, backlash when, uh, from, uh, what I'm about to say already. But, um, I think everybody will agree that our culture is, uh, broken. Black culture is broken because of slavery. Um, there's a lot of, uh, cultural ideas that have been transmitted from slavery and never really put into check. Um, and mm. those cultural ideas have transmitted down to us uh, through like a group consciousness. And that's what makes us black people is because we all adhere to those, those, that cultural consciousness of the black idea. So when, so when we hear about these, like, um, one, 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 I think one of the things that, um, our culture emphasizes is sex. Like our culture just emphasizes sex. It's just been it's been a thing since slavery, you know, and it's been culturally culturally transmitted since then. And uh, just like ARC was saying about the Victorian era, there was a there was an era once. Um, I think it was during the Reconstruction era, or maybe right before it, as they were about to release, you know, slaves into the population that there was a cultural idea from the Victorian era that was taken and brought over here called the angel in the house. And that was, uh, that's something I learned about from, uh, Dr. Uh, or, or the green gorilla. So shout out to him. But, um, 
the the basically the angel in the house is what everybody refers to as femininity here in the West, like very um, very docile, submissive, um, always in the house, um, homemaker, um, virgin, um, and pure. And they made that, and they transmitted that cultural idea through white society because you know they wanted to protect their who they thought considered their women from black men. When when we are a culture within a culture, though, so we have our matriarchal kind of culture inside of the larger patriarchal America, and it's like they go by these uh, rules of the you know. Uh, we all do because we're all American. We go by this this rule, this Victorian kind of rule that says, you know, uh, that defines femininity. So while both of our genders are um, put under the light, both of our genders are subjected to the cultural, you know, sexual sexuality that, you know, that we all go through. Men don't are held to the same kind of scrutiny as women even through over-sexuality, because women have the cultural stereotype to remain pure. I mean, there's other things that go into that, as a uh, other guy was talking about with uh, genetics through, you know, uh, through insemination and things like that. But for, the most, yeah, but for the most part, the cultural, the cultural idea that women remain pure comes from that uh, Victorian era here in the United States. So women receive a lot more scrutiny than men because men are expected to be uh, sexually, um, sexually, you know, they're, they're, they're expected to get as much sex as they can get as women are supposed to hold out. So, you know, so, you know, the more sex that a man can get is, is seen as, okay, that's just what he's supposed to do. But the 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 women get you know more scrutinized because of that so I say that to say that I don't think black women are easy I think that our culture leans toward promiscuity and uh, women just catch a lot of heat from it. Can I can I say one thing? Is that cool, Jeff? Yeah, go ahead. All right, uh, Blake Quasar, I'm I'm gonna say this too, bro, because uh, you left this out. Uh, we we got to stop using the slavery thing because this is the thing, bro. Uh, I think it was during the 1960s, uh, 65. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you had you had I think it was uh, you had black people. It's like actually the at a like a, the highest marriage rate I think in the country. Or whatever. I may be wrong, but um another thing too. This is the thing. Uh, we we still leaving out science and biology. It's a man's biological imperative to do that. A woman can only have one kid at a time, whereas one man can have. Goddamn me, three, four hundred kids. That's why you hear these stories about uh, one dude got thirty-two kids with fifteen women. Like it, it, it's a biological imperative for that. Facts, here's, huh? here's what I want to say to that. Listen, um, I love using that as a, excuse. It's, it's yeah, like, and that's what I was going to go. It's with. the truth. It's the truth. No, let me let me speak to that real quick. Um, because um, I'll, I'll start with the biological imperative thing. Um, the biological, I'm not saying that uh, science refutes that because it's obvious that um, for the male animal of a, the male mammal of a species that, you know, reproduction or even most species, reproduction as far as he can take it is the imperative of, you know, that uh, of an animal in the material world. And we are animals. The only difference is that that, that idea that blames science for um for your decisions rules out your ability 
to choose. It make it undermines it. So, next? but ain't that what you did with the slavery argument? No, and I'll get to that. Oh, no, it's context. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when you say so, for instance, I hear a lot of the time that people say the reason why you know men cheat is because it's uh, our biological imperative to reproduce and to remain uh, monogamous is a is a uh, illogical idea. Well, with that being said, that rules out the idea that you have the ability to make a choice. So your, your 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 ability to make a choice comes into the comes into factor here. And that makes you different than an animal that just acts on reaction. Yeah, you got to talk about free will when you talk about that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. What about the fact that women outnumber men and some women, it's not enough seats for every woman to have a man or herself? How do you that's nature? How do you how do you how do you stop that? How do you go around that? Exactly. What do you mean? But what I'm saying is the coastline every woman. There's not enough rods for every woman to sit on, so they're going to have to share. How do you get around that? That's nature. Here's the thing: uh, is that David Johnson was talking. Yeah, that's me. That's me, RC. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, brother Johnson. That, that, here's the thing: there's nothing wrong with with men sharing women or women sharing men, uh, as long as they upfront and straightforwardly honest about it. But when Why it comes to the concept of cheating, though, and this is where Black Wizard made a good point, a lot of guys want to act like cheating is some kind of biological imperative. No, it's not. No, it's not. Cheating involves lying. I was going to say the lying part, right? That, that's the difference than being in a polygamous yeah. or polyamorous relationship. If you're in a polygamous or polyamorous relationship, your partner know. know that you're going to be fucking multiple they women. And they've accepted it. They don't. I have okay. no problem with that. But for motherfuckers to try to justify cheating by saying, well, you know, like I've heard men literally on panels and live streams saying, well, <laughs> man, we were born to cheat. No man was fucking born to cheat. Yeah. Hold on one moment because you asked me another guys, question. Black Wizard finished because we still got to get Platt in here and uh, Dennis too. Right. So um, I'll just I'll just leave that as uh, where it is for now because you asked me another question about slavery and if that undermines what I was saying about freedom, freedom of choice. No, because you both have the ability to choose and are programmed by your uh, environment. So, so that means we can't use their argument then, right? No, because See, even that's though not making sense, bro, you, you can't say it, it, it. You 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 can't say I'm gonna use this as an example for why we behave this way, and then say we got our own choice to not behave this way. But then at the same time, saying that what the example I just used don't matter. It it, it don't affect why we act this way. That's you have come to on. That's, that's contradiction, bro. You have to let me finish. So when I when I said with cheating, um, you have a choice. To to say that um, your biological imperative forces you to cheat is to say that you have no choice. Is that is is to take the uh, freedom of of to choose completely out of of the equation. What I'm saying is you have both both of the things are coming into play. And to act as if one or the other does not exist is unrealistic. So both of them exist. You have the but freedom. I was talking about the slavery Wait, thing, yeah, not, not that, bro. Yeah, and let me get to that. So you have the freedom to choose, and you're programmed by the environment. So the the environment 
which programs all of our, you know, all of our, con or all of our unconscious decisions lead us to, you know, kind of in our experiences or as our experiences go along, tell us how to survive in the environment that we're in. What we generally tend to do is identify with the memories of our past the, through the programming and then hold strongly to that as if that is the only thing that, you know, that is the only thing that matters. When in reality, there is a, there is something larger where you have the ability to choose or not choose whether or not you listen to those past memories and experiences. So a lot of people. Now, listen, yeah, but if, he'll never finish if you keep really interrupting. I'm he'll never finish. This, this is all I want to say. So what you just said, the environment and what you see dictates your behavior or a certain outcome. So with that being said, slavery was a long, really long time ago. Look at the history books. We don't know what that. We, all we know is, is what we read in books. So you can't you can't say you we can, we still cannot use that as a, as a as an explanation for why people act the way they do today. You weren't there to experience it. You just read about it. What, what happened with a slave, a slave on the farm is, is not an excuse to say why black people why black men and black women act the way they do towards each other today. Now do what you want to say about the women listing and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Let me just okay. finish. Hold on, Joe, Joe. Want, no, no, Joe. Want Black Wizard to finish his point because we do we have people on the panel who have had an opportunity to uh, uh, speak it, and then we'll come back to this discussion. So I don't want to go too far off from the uh, you know the last question that you asked him. So we'll let Black Wizard respond, and then we're gonna get Platt in here. My yeah. manager. So to so to act uh, so to understand how human beings live in the in in society you have to understand how our mind absorbs information when our mind absorbs information like the, our mind our mind absorbs information through narratives or through stories that's why you know the bible has uh, been around for so long because we absorb things through narratives that's how we that's how we program that's our written history is so important what i'm saying is the uh, the cultural um the cultural behaviors of slavery was never addressed and when they're not addressed they go dormant so they're still transmitted from person to person as though you know is the uh, reality it still exists but since there's no conscious awareness of why or when or how we're doing things we act on those behaviors unconsciously so the uh, so the ideas that uh, i'm talking about are transmitted from person to person on a subconscious level it's a, it, it happens because it hasn't looked like the idea of slavery has never been addressed. You still have the freedom to choose, but until you look with conscious thought into the, into the way that um, you're, you have been programmed and understand why the behaviors of certain cultures exist as they do, you won't be able to free yourself from the pathologies of the, of the culture. And what I'm saying is that is exactly what's happening with black people on a large scale. On an individual scale, you still you always have the ability to choose. Go, oh, Platt. Yeah, okay, and I agree. And and, and Joe, I, I told him to him I, when you look at uh, slavery, even now, as far as food, they're still being influenced by the the way they were fed. When clearly they know that you know black people where I'm at, they know the food is killing them. Yet they continue to eat it, and they have a choice not to do it. But it's comes from the way they were fed as you know hey platinum can i interject real quick Go Sister right george i don't know if you and concrete realize but your live stream is off now mm. 
It says this video has yeah, been removed yeah, from YouTube's terms of services. I, I've been talking too much real stuff, yeah. My bad. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Ooh, that you think sucks. The, you think the topic maybe change it to the acronym? Um. Yeah, but gee whiz, I think they uh, ugh, they make me so tired because they uh, I've actually. It looks like we're still live right now, but maybe um the title. It looks like the connection. Is there somebody whatever your who's who's doing the, the stream show? yard connection huh? is still live, but oh. YouTube live stream. Yeah. That's it what it like is. YouTube is is, uh, chat, right. right? Yeah. Can you reconnect? Um, no. Yeah, I probably have to do a whole new live stream. Okay. Um, you want to do it as a continuation well, and do. Uh, your stream yard is still going, so I, I'm just I don't know. I, I don't know. Can you go out and reconnect to it? I thought there's a way that you can reconnect. E, the only thing I'm what seeing here is, I'm seeing well, it broadcast it from my YouTube history. Yeah, everybody too. can't talk Remove at the, same the internet. Hold on, guys. Yeah, it's saying that we're still live, but of course, this is only on StreamYard, but it's not, it's just saying in broadcast, but it's not giving me the option to can reconnect to uh YouTube. Yeah, when you go to your, I just went to your your main YouTube page. It's it, like if it was still live on YouTube, it would it would show this and it would say live. It's it's not showing up at all. Yeah, it's only live on Facebook, and it's still live on Facebook. That's what it is. Uh concrete. What do you want to do? Um, well, since you we were gonna be wrapping it up anyways, we can leave it as is, and um, we'll just you know leave it as is. If we have an opportunity to do a um, politic in session, but, but might as well go ahead because we were just going. If you start another stream, what we're going to do? Final comments on it. It might as well just forgo it. We were spending too much game. We were spending too much game on here. That wasn't it. They, they, they heard me come up on it. They said that, that's that dude that be on Roger. So we we got the sense of that. He, he he talking too much knowledge right now. Well, let's see, Whatever you want to do, I'm with it. Um, well, we're still live on Facebook. Um, we can have everybody wrap it up. And yeah, let's do a final round of final commentary and just shut it down. Yeah. And I'm going to probably try to uh, dispute it on YouTube. Okay. Can you put it in the chat that we still live on Facebook? I, I can um, start my computer up if I need to. Has this ever happened before? Not uh, where they shut down a whole live stream. Well, this is this has happened to me. Um, what you'll get is somebody will report it, and they'll say um, the label, the title. It's considered what they call it. Um, um, a spam. Inflammatory. No, no, spam, inflammatory. Spam. Well, it can be that too. You know, I don't know what was all said. You know, but um, if you're going hard in on any particular group of people, women or men, and people are going over the top, it can be reported as a you know hate speech, but. No one said anything inflammatory. Yeah, I heard put, could possibly be. No, I'm saying if, if, no. if you put. The title. Okay, well, I don't, I'm just in the past with me, when we veer way, way off topic, sometimes people are putting it. It's, uh, YouTube doesn't punish me, it just takes the stream. And they'll send me an email back saying, you know, something in a tune that you know you got to stay sort of on topic or change the topic. What you can do, you can walk right down there and change it. You can change it when you, when you, yeah, when you close it, you can change it. Happening. Yeah, I don't so, think your uh, topic 
as it was listed. You don't think it's the just title? Called, uh, Black Girls right. Easy. Like I, I don't think that was inflammatory. I'm thinking what Platinum might have said. I think somebody had to report. There's two times it's going to be removed. When somebody reports it, which I, I think I'm, that was the case here. When it would come automatic is uh, where I've seen a lot of times this happen is if you use copyrighted music. Yeah, identify that, and they'll just immediately remove. But I ain't hear no copyrighted music. No. Oh, here's the thing. I know oh. thing. it could it could be the thumbnail, the thumbnail picture. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Either. I think it was the I think it was the title because I know uh you, I had posted a video. Y'all know I got that many. Uh, I'm, I'm still coming up in YouTube or whatever. I uh posted a video last week. They took it down like 20 men 20 minutes after I had posted, and I was uh talking about uh you know like elevated black men or whatever. And uh, you know, you try to dispute it or whatever, and they were saying, you know, what I mean, it was just like the the language I used was kind of, I guess, unacceptable for YouTube. Well, what 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 you gotta understand about yeah, YouTube dynamics? You gotta you gotta put the uh, eighteen and over. You know, when you're gonna have uh, particular right. people that you know a little bit over the top, and that'll save your whole stream. Yeah, and listen, listen, that, if you we got an email from them and said. Listen, if you don't think that title is triggering some hateful women right now, you out your <laughs> goddamn mind. <laughs> mm -hmm. You better believe it's some women mad about that title. They probably didn't even listen to what we were talking about. They probably just saw that and got triggered. That's true. That's true. Another thing what did the email say? Yeah, we, um, we don't change the title just to be on the safe side because yeah. I think that is triggering to some people. So we'll just change it to maybe, maybe let me ask y'all this because they're saying that they actually removed the video. Um, I'm going to go in and appeal it, but it's saying that they actually removed the video. So if they removed it, can I still change the uh, title? No, no, you got to remove the video. There's no way you can edit the title if they it's remove it. Right? It's a completely new video. But you got to you got to appeal it. But the yeah. the thing about it, you got because they're probably gonna give you this long, uh, a nebulous reason why they took it. You really need to find out specifically why. Which I yeah, we did get a strike. <laughs> and <laughs> I know if uh, <laughs> if three people report your video, they're gonna take it down automatically. That. Right now, guys hate me right now because I kick so many of them off, and I just we just have to change it because YouTube stay on me, so I have to listen to them. I mean, or they're gonna go, really start punishing me. So no, no, listen. Gotta be re real careful. You gotta be real careful what you say about women, man. It's not gonna be tolerated. Yeah, and the thing is, listen, nothing. You know, nothing. sisterhood is on the mat. Is on the march. There you right? go, too. Sisterhood is on the move. That next is made alliance with y'all, y'all sisterhood. Right. That's I thought they were going to the Georgia side though to learn stuff. Oh, they don't. They don't. You know what? And this view, this video was uh going to probably do numbers. We were uh were projected to do almost four thousand views on this. I'm so freaking mad. Wow. The haters. That's because I'm over it, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they 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 think that that you know what I'm saying? They think that little. Well, this is my thing, Joe. Well, I think you guys are smart, right? You know, I'm the dumb guy. Why can't you guys? Not you. Not you, Joe. Why can't the smart guys learn how to speak in a way they don't get fucking streams struck? Right. You know, can you guys do that? Because it's like, pretty, we spoke pretty that's good what's happening. Yeah. Pretty here, good. To be honest, I, nothing said that was derogatory or inflammatory. It literally had to be the title. Somebody might have been triggered by the title and they flagged yes. it as a result because we're saying, but we, if, if we can kill it and get the video back, we can change the topic to. You know, RBW yeah. easy or something. You know what it does, though. Listen, they was like, "No, them mammies didn't." <laughs> but you, you know what it does, though. If it's somebody, magic is a powerful drug. 
if it's just somebody who just, if it's somebody who just lying because the computers really will take the stream and then a real person will take a look at it what it does is it messes up your analytics as far as where you go when you go mm -hmm. live so it, it mm -hmm. starts to harm you. Then you wind up getting shadow banned, even though it doesn't strike your channel. Yeah. YouTube will just say, hey, look, I don't know what's going on because they can't watch it all. I don't know what's going on with this guy Platinum. They'll just, just park his ass off to the side and, you know, he really is not bothering us. So that's why yeah, you got to be real careful. Get, even, get, sure. even getting the haters coming over here. You got to be real careful. Yeah, sure. And so, Joe, can I ask you a question? Let's see what, what we can do. Yeah, go ahead. Why I now I didn't know this. I thought when the you know what I mean when the when the men and the girls came over, especially the girls, I thought it was to like listen and, and gain insight on you know what I mean, like with you and Mr. Curlin, you could actually tell how a relationship is supposed to work. So you telling me they come over here to sabotage y'all stuff too? Uh -oh. Um, I would say that we haven't we had a lot of um we've had maybe since the channel has started, since it started, I would say um that we've probably been struck at maybe three times maybe Damn. And, um one time was for uh a song um the other time was for another thumbnail was for a thumbnail um like you can't nail me to the cross and we use the black woman on a cross so we got struck for that Ooh. one we got struck for the real and then we got struck today so this is actually the third time that we've been struck um, I can get the cross in the song, but today, um, the woman, like I've seen worse thumbnails. And so it kind of pisses me off and worse titles, but yeah, yeah. but see, they didn't, they didn't yeah. get reported. It don't mean they, they can't get struck right now. Start pushing y'all backup channel. Now y'all should start doing that now. Getting everybody to sub to your new channel right now. Oh, when y'all start doing that Don't period, that. just to be safe. Oh, I think yeah, you're right. Like, oh. You're right. It'll, yeah, it'll, we'll, we haven't created it, but we'll, we haven't created it, but oh. we, we will. We'll have to but but also your growth. No, I'm saying your growth. If you're a certain yeah. size and small, yeah. you know it, it, it's not going to be a big deal. As far as talking about the YouTube, they don't YouTube doesn't care. But when you guys are big, mm -hmm. they're it's going to be harder to do it. You know they're going to be yeah, more uh, um, aggressive at because they really want you. What they're really trying to do because I I got a bunch. I've had a lot of back and forth. They want the channel to grow because they're going to put advertisements. It's going to make money off your channel, and they want mm -hmm. people to come to your channel. Mm -hmm. They just don't want you to go too far because with these kids um, looking at this stuff, they're getting sued, mm -hmm. and they're, it's costing them money. And so they're like, hey, look, if you want to make it, make sure you let people know that you know, it's 18 and over. If you know it's a guy on there who's you know, a little bit too hardcore, you know, let him know. Got to tone it down. And and then we can make money. But if you don't do that, then we got to keep away from the kids because they're getting sued and it's hurting their brand. I'm talking about YouTube as far as these kids because that stuff floating in like my stuff. I don't want my stuff floating around some fifth grade kids uh, classroom. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they want it as PG as possible. I mean, even though mm -hmm. a little bit of edginess never hurt nobody, but you want to walk the fine line. Of That's course. what I try to do. Of course. That's what happens when you're on their platform. Right. Absolutely. But oh well, so we'll go ahead and wrap it up. And um, does anybody have any final comments? Because we are still live on Facebook, so well, let me say this. Let me, let me I go have a comment. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, no, I was just gonna say, which I just wanted to come back real quick to the culture thing. When something I've learned personally that culture, believe it or not, two things: you can forget it, 
and it'll come back up. And it's almost like culture is deeply etched into your soul DNA, if I could say that, because I could show you in the Bible where the people wore jewelry, bangles, and go our people, and we do that today. So when you think, well, why y'all, y'all, y'all got a bad habit of just putting on jewelry? We've been doing that. If it was in the Bible, that tells you how long we've been doing it. But what I also learned is your Egyptian glory. Right, exactly. Everybody. What I've also learned is your culture can be your cultural, if I could say DNA, can be rewritten like a hard drive as well. And this is what we learned through slavery. And you'll have that negative thing keep reoccurring. And then we, we, nature always ends up making us balance it out. But until we do, we end up losing a lot of people. A lot of bad things happen until nature corrects that. So this is why we have to always teach that, hey, we do need to stay on top of correcting that. But on that note, I appreciate y'all for having me. Salute to everybody on the panel. It was wonderful. Get that goddamn backup channel ASAP. On that note. <laughs> Thank you, bro, Dave. Thank we you, baby. I know. That was real shit. Let's let um, Smart Attack Man and let's let Dennis go first and then Smart Attack Man because they didn't have a chance to say anything. So, um, Dennis, what do you have on the topic for those who are still listening? Yeah, you know, I uh, wish I could have gotten early, but it's all good. Um, I think uh, there were some things I wanted to say. I think, uh, was it Roger was on? This was like, you know, maybe about an hour ago. Um, there are some things that, like, you know, we have to address. And one of the biggest things is, um, you know, oh, can y'all hear me? Brother, you still there? Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. I'm listening to the echo. Yeah, this is this is one thing. Um, you know, we gotta just because a woman has options doesn't mean, or let's just say she's an eight or a nine, right? Just because she has more options doesn't mean necessarily that she's gonna have a higher body count. Um, in my experience, and I've been with plenty, I'm talking about over a hundred women, a lot of women who um actually have um who actually have more options, they're actually more discerning. For example, let's just say that you actually applied to college, right? Let's say you get into five colleges, right? Your decision on those five colleges are going to be totally different than let's just say you got accepted to 25 colleges. So with those 25 colleges, you're typically going to go for the best choice for you. So you're going to sit back. You're going to be more patient. You're going to make better decisions. You're going to be more discerning. That's what a lot of guys uh, don't really understand. Just because she has more options doesn't necessarily mean that she has a higher body count. Um, the other thing, too, is is I also want to talk about uh, this thousand cock stare that a lot of guys talk about or the fact that just because a woman um, has been with a lot of guys that she's going to be more damaged and stuff like that. Again, it's not necessarily the fact that just because she's been with more men, um, she's going to be damaged. A lot of the times it's because she's had a lot more. Well, not necessarily even a lot more, but. Um, she may have had negative experiences that she hasn't done the internal work. She hasn't got the therapy to correct. And a lot of that actually comes through, again, more guys, more experience, et cetera, et cetera. So, again, we can't just we can't just simplify things and say, well, just because she's been with a lot of guys, she's going to be more damaged. You don't really know that. And a, a good case in point is this is even in the black manosphere in, in these YouTube streets, you're hearing guys who've been with maybe three or four women who are still going through red pill rage and these experiences happen a year, two years, three years before. So again, we got to, a lot of these uh, arguments, they're, they're not just so cut and dry. A lot of times it depends on a multitude of different factors. It depends on the context. Um, there are a lot of things that we got to go in and we got to examine. So like, you know, we have to be a little bit more critically thinking when, when it comes to sort of these topics. That's all I had to say. 
Yeah, you, you, my, my thing, what, what I had wanted to Thank say, you, oh, I'm sorry, my fault. Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, we'll do smart architect <laughs> no. man, then we'll come back to you, Platt. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'll run right through it and hopefully y'all can hear me clearly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, perfect. Yeah, so I, I, my girl was a virgin. We got married and, um, I had to chime in. I wish that the stream didn't get cut off so soon because I was going to say, you know, I married a virgin. Ask me anything. So, um, but it did take a while to, hold on, what? I'm talking to the internet. All right, honey. See, there she goes right there. So a lot of fellas, even though we'll, we'll smut out a bunch of girls, it don't matter what age they are, if they're cougars or if we got to rob the cradles ourselves, at the end of the day, we want a virgin. We want the one with the least amount of bodies. And ta-da, they're very pleasant. And most of them are very churchy. I'm not going to beat you up with a Bible. But at the same time, we're not unevenly yoked. And tell them, honey, how many other girls have met my mama? You and how many other girls? Another girl. Just one other girl has met my mama. Exactly. So these, mm. what I'm telling y'all is the trifling heifers, they don't meet mommy. They don't get, y'all say the bad boys don't meet mommy or y'all don't take them home to meet mommy. We do the same thing with y'all girls who tatted up all over your face and on your neck, got tattoos on your hands. You can't meet my mama. I can only take you to the motel, but I'm gonna marry a virgin. I'm gonna go broke just to put a rock on her finger and I'll kill anybody who, you know, touch her or disrespect her. You know what I'm saying? So if you got a virgin, I say go through the process and also, um, there's sexual. If if sexual intercourse ain't your thing, try sexual outer course. If you know, I'm just throwing that out there. If you can't hold back, try sexual outer course. You know, and that's all I gotta say about that. Black married man to a virgin. Also, I'm a Scorpio. She's a Cancer. So remember, wow. you might be a oh, all be that water trash. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm I got. Yeah, I'm a Leo myself. Y'all are great leaders, but y'all are attention seeking. Y'all are great leaders, but y'all are attention whores. And I'm a Scorpio. You know it all. I can't do Scorpio. I never got my. You need. You need. You need. You need like some some medication and goddamn therapy and all kinds of shit when you deal with Scorpio, honey. Listen. I don't disagree. Uh, unless you're a cancer, because cancer uh, are very good at manipulating Scorpios. But that's another story. Go um, ahead, now I wanted because this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to um because I was going my approach is that um they said are black women easy? I mean, um I just I think it depends on the men you know and the, and the women you're dealing with the, the the group of women you're dealing with. So, but I think that we overthink um relationships, and I understand this is you to understand what we're doing. So. I mean, obviously, is there's a reason and stuff like that, but uh, I just think we over overthink it. It's it's a b a a b c, you know. You like her, she likes you. You guys hook up. I don't, you know, like we were talking, we had conversation going back to slavery, um, DNA in the woman's brain. You know, um, I think I think it's going way too way too far with this. It's not that complicated. Well, thank you, Platt. I do think that we overcomplicate it, but um, 
and I have no idea why. I think that our, you know, um, relationships with one another are kind of like the driving force behind a lot of our actions. So that's part of the reason. But I agree that we overcomplicate it. Um, let's hear from Chill Peel, then we'll have Black Wizard for final comments. Well, you know, uh, here's the thing. Culture is based on a collective mindset. Like when it came to uh, feminism, especially a collective uh, number of Black women accepting white liberal feminism back in the late 60s, early 70s, it created uh, a lot of uh, disconnect between the Black man and the Black woman within the Black family. But after slavery, you had a lot of strong Black families, men and women together, creating families you know, from the slaves of the Jim Crow area. But what made it really go down here was this white liberal feminism thing. That was the biggest con that white women, white American women pulled over Black American women to this day. Like uh, Hillary Clinton said, Black American women are my firewall. That wasn't a compliment at all. And you know that's the thing thing about our people. Our people have a problem in dealing with like uh, subtle optics of what's going on all around us. They think it's one thing, but it's really another. And then, like ARC said, it's all a matter of what uh, you was chosen for. Like ARC had a video a long time ago. You got choosing singles, but what role were you chosen for? Huh. I mean, was, was you chosen to be an Uber? Was you chosen to be a uh, you know, bike squad, or were you chosen to be uh, Alpha Showpiece? Which is it? You know, that's my that's my final thoughts. Can I ask you a quick question, brother? Yeah, go ahead. Um, do you use words like Alpha or what? What adjectives would you use to describe yourself? Well, let's just say. Uh, I'm a Mac that's learned how to deal with different types of uh, games and uh, other uh, courts of life. I just say it like that. So if I if I mm-hmm. met you and I said to you, "Well, I'm a I'm a hustler," like if I use that to describe me, if you said, "What you into?" I said, "Man, I'm just I'm a mover and I'm a shaker." Like what what comes to your mind? Would you think of that person as maybe an alpha or a beta or or is it just what it is? Man to me. Well, uh, if he's like a, uh, it depends on what arena you're dealing with, man, because like in the white community, an alpha is not only a guy that has a lot of women, but he also has a lot of uh, political power, financial power, economic power. He controls infrastructures. Now, in the black community, an alpha is the brother that has the most girls or the most women. Facts. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Would you consider no. Kevin Samuels an alpha? I wouldn't. I mean, in some respects, <laughs> Kevin Samuels is in the category by himself, bro. I, I, I he think is. That, um, he I is. think that he rep- No, I think yeah, he yeah. represents. Yeah, Kevin Samuels is special. No, no, I think He's he represents special. a certain group of men, uh, and they cling to him. So he has a following. But in my community, he's far from an alpha. Far. Can from. a metrosexual be an alpha at all? It's like Carl Kelly said in the closet. But see, this is the thing, even with the slurs, even with the slurs, you know, because this, this, we just talking about that, like, this is not live, but like, you can't do that um, Mm -hmm. on the, on a panel like that, you know, even if it's for joking, Mm -hmm. joking, 
like even alluding to that because it really doesn't matter because people are going to have their own opinion anyhow. So it's really a waste of time even slandering someone like that. But within I feel you. my circle, I mean, where I live, no. But clearly where he resides, yes. So there's some play in that because let's go back to black women are easy. They're easy to certain men they want to fuck with, but men they don't want to fuck with, they're probably impossible to deal with. So you can't collectively make a statement that they're either difficult or hard. But that goes back to the YouTube thing. I mean, content and books and relationships. That's that's who am I to tell people? Well, I can't speak on this subject. I mean, we can make comments, but it's we're overthinking a lot of this stuff sometimes. You know, I I heard with Archer, you know, something we're overthinking a lot of this stuff. commentary from um um black wizard and um we'll go ahead and get ready to wrap it up yeah okay all right y'all next time <laughs> all right <laughs> um i i agree with a lot of what platt is saying um things tend to get over complicated um especially in spaces like this where we're using thought all the time and trying to extrapolate what, what is the reason for a bunch of things. And that can just kind of go on into spin out into infinity. But um, yeah, um, I, I do agree mostly with what he said. He's like, you know, it's you like her, she likes you, you get with her. Like, you know, it doesn't really, it's not really um, at the base level, really much more complicated than that. But what tends to make things more complicated is um, thoughts and, emotions and all these uh, other structures from the outside that we use to kind of uh, develop the idea of how of right and wrong and how we survive in, in our in our reality um, I, was, I was using um, culture um, before to explain to just to explain that um, you know we are even like a lot of people kind of see, see, you know, each other as like rugged individuals that, you know, all you got to do is just stop doing that. And then that's the end of it. But it's like, you know, I know, realistically, there are things that people kind of have in their mind that they wish, like kind of habits and tendencies that they wish they didn't have, but they keep doing the same thing over and over again. If it was really as simple as just don't do it, then a lot of people would have it a lot easier in the world. It's not that simple. The 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 simple the simple part is, is the understanding that you know we're just meant for who we're meant for and who we're not we're not. Like Platt was saying, you can't make decisions about who somebody is on a large scale because there's nothing that really qualifies you to do that. Um, you can you can know what's right for you, and that's about where that ends. Um, I don't think black women are promiscuous or, you know, easy. Um, I just think there are certain aspects of our culture that kind of uh, lean in certain directions and we kind of feed off of that because we don't, we're not really aware of what our culture, um, uh, we're not really aware or interested in how our culture affects us. And like somebody else was saying, I think this might've been Platt too, with the whole um, how nature kind of susses out things and brings it back to balance. Um, like. Uh, no, that, I was trying to get into that, but that's that's um that was Joe, and um I wanted to offer that point that um um the way we are like like it's mostly women. We're still a part of this um 
what what is it the proper word um this the life of the planet what is that a, a system ecosystem we're still a part of this ecosystem and just like the planet gets too hot you'll notice uh you won't have hurricanes we'll start having it cools itself off and when it's dominated by uh, um females um the men you know become it'll it's like it, it it's like it's still a part of the mother nature is still there and we're not we're leaving it yeah. out because you would say the problem was this this is where he was wrong he said that um you you said it was a choice and then alan roger curry said that um um you you know a cheater that's a choice well it wasn't so much men were born um to cheat but they were born to fuck and and, and i just said that because we're not on they're born to fuck and the, the thing about it is marriage was not something they were born with that's the cultural issue or girlfriend boyfriend some hands you know some uh, written agreement you know handshake agreement that's something that was interjected that has nothing to do with nature but we are born to fuck and the women are born to reproduce children you know if it's possible we know the anomalies where they can't do that and we know the anomalies where men can't do that let me just say let me just say this because i know they're trying to wrap up um you said the ecosystem will balance itself out thought is part of the ecosystem as well so things like contractual agreements that you're saying are not part of nature are also a part of nature because we are a part of nature so mm. that it's not it's not that uh, it's not that um it's not that so to discount the contracts is also to discount nature as well that's okay. also part that plays into the balance of the of the planet when it, just it, like how th thinking don't you think our ability to think is played into nature Yes, our ability to think plays into nature because our thoughts program the personality that allows us to intermingle with each other in a cultural setting. And that's whether it be a negative interaction that a lot of people are talking about now or a positive interaction. Push and pull build, the, build our culture. And it's not a matter of good or evil or right or wrong. It just is the way that it is. So when thoughts, when thoughts come out and they do what they do, just like with MGTOW and red pill philosophies, it's acting as a reaction to a, na to a nature that is happening in the environment. The cultural environment has shifted, therefore, MGTOW, incels, red pill philosophy, black pill philosophy, come up from that as a reaction to those thought yeah, structures. Response to feminism. Right, or, or, or any thought structure. So what I'm, so what I'm saying is that we, we see we see a lot of this like nature will balance itself out and i've said this before on this channel where i think that black people as we understand it will not exist in some in some time i'm mm. not saying it's a good or bad thing but i'm saying that in the direction that we're headed as long as we're not aware of our ability of freedom of choice and our ability to uh, look into things with uh, as much awareness and, and interest and curiosity as we have been afforded through our childhood, then the direction that we're he the logical direction that we're headed is extinction. Mm. A race that doesn't evolve will face extinction. Thank you, Black Wizard. So I'm going to go ahead and do my final comments, okay. even though we are no longer live on YouTube, which I'm bummed about because this was a really, really good stream. Some very good um, streams of thought that I heard throughout the stream and uh, right. just really good discussion being had. And um, dang, it was a dope, dope, dope stream. 
So I'm mad. We will be appealing it and hopefully we can get our stream back up because, oh, this is a good one. Well, they got to um, send you a reason. Did they send you an email? Yeah, Yeah, they sent us an email, but all they said was uh, it was. It was kind of ambiguous. Like, uh, yeah, you violated guidelines. Yeah, it didn't give a lot of information. (laughs) That's that computer one, though. If if somebody just hated on you and reported it, it's a computer. So if a person looks at it, they'll give you your stream back. Mm. Yeah, we're hoping so. Well, fingers crossed. But um, as it relates to the topic, somebody said something. um, I think it was Joe who said, uh, about slavery, like how can you know what they went through if you didn't live through it? Which I just thought was an absolutely asinine statement because um, we're still living with the effects of it. Like we are still being impacted by the effects of slavery today. Mm. We normalize so much dysfunction as a result of it. We have, you know, fractured families as a result of it. We mm. have, um, uh, you know, we're over-sexualized as a result of it. There are so many yes. things that impact our day-to-day living that is a direct result of slavery. So we can't, even though we didn't live through slavery, mm-hmm. uh, we are still um, impacted by its effects. So I just thought that that was absolutely crazy. That stuck with me that I wanted oh. to... I wanted to... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure to make mention about that. Yeah, I wanted to... Um interrupted him. I mean, he's a young guy. He's cool, but I was just listening to his yeah. struggle, his conversation with Blizzard, Blackard, or with Black, Black Izzard. Black, Black Wizard. Okay. Black Wizard. <laughs> that, guy, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> no, and, he, and I noticed it. How do you say it? Black. I, uh, Black. I'll leave it at that, but look. Um, oh, you was talking to him. My wizard? Yeah. Uh, you see how my character has the wizard hat on? Say it like Black mm-hmm. Wizard. Okay, black. Oh, I was okay, black, black, black wizard. Okay. No, I was listening, and it's just from you do these, you do it, and stuff. Look, look, man, come on. I mean, I've been on some panel stuff, but I noticed that it wasn't about uh, black um, making his thought or making his point. It was more about he had to have the last word because I said, well, every time he closes it out and explains mm. his point, mm. he jumps on him. And re re either you know rephrases what he what his first question was, which same question. So he said, yeah. "Okay, let me clarify it a little bit more for you." He clarifies it, which me he probably wasn't going to agree, but he want he came back mm-hmm. and he was like, "You're not going to." Then he said, "I'm gonna let you finish," and I yeah. said, "It's clear, you're not gonna let this man finish." So that's all I was just saying. You're right, Platt, and that's very observant. Yeah, very observant of you. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you got it. See, that's. Now that you mention it, I definitely noticed that. And sometimes it's okay. Like if you have somebody clarify the meaning of, you know, their commentary or what they commented, and they clarify, you don't have to agree. But the question is, it, are, you know, are my words clear? Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't have mm-hmm. to agree. I'm not trying to persuade you, but do you understand my, um, you know, is my commentary clear? And see, um, by you guys, you know, when you when you while you guys doing the panel like that, um, mm-hmm. the conversation like you got all those guys up here, it can't go forward if you have a person who's doing that. Like they're, they're mm-hmm. the man's made his point. It's clear you yeah. don't agree. Good point. But mm-hmm. you know, you can deal with that later. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I you got to right. And then no, I'm just look look. You, I probably lost about twenty streams. They haven't struck me once like a strike against the channel. 
Um, but they have, yeah. you know, sent me emails. They sent me the email, haven't given me the, the stream. And I had to just start paying way more attention and catching guys because I would be knowing what they're going to do and just jumping on them because I want because I know if they say those things, the uh, YouTube's going to strike it. And then you actually have guys. I'm going to tell you another thing that you yeah. probably going to blow your mind. You got guys that will join your channel, say something that's off the beaten path, and they will report your channel. Oh yeah, I've been there. Mm, I'm not surprised, but I the do think that, been, uh, uh, we have that. to be mindful. Hold, hold on one second. Uh, I was just gonna say I do think that we have to be mindful of uh, you know how that interrupts the flow of the panel because sometimes when people are caught up on a point they just want to argue against the point and you know it's not that they really need clarity on anything that was said so that's a good point but nonetheless I thought it was a real dope stream and I'm thankful for everybody who participated in the discussion because it was just very fruitful and um, also everybody who super chatted us and everybody who tuned in and, and that's all i got i was hang, i was hanging on because i wanted to say something to you guys real quick or whatever but i wanted to say it privately or whatever no okay. disrespect oh, okay. well, let me, um, um, well let me just end the broadcast um shout out to everybody who came through right um shout out to everybody who came through shout out to everybody who super chatted us um and thank you so much maurice november for the cash app if you're still out there listening thank you so much and we will see you guys soon. Um, if you did not catch the broadcast all the way through, it's available here on Facebook. And it's also available on um, our podcast site. And so check us out. And we're out. We'll see you very soon. Peace.